have that. That's quite enough of that nonsense <laughs> to speak of. You Welcome it. once again to the newest episode here of Sticks and Kicks. And it is affirmative. It is not a test what people have been waiting it's for. It's not for. a drill. This is the real deal. Holy field. This right now, yes, you heard me say it now. 30 years, I wasn't even alive yet. 30 years since our last trophy in the EPL. And Liverpool came through this year. Well, it wasn't even the EPL at that time, right? It was the. It, I don't even, yeah, it was like the championship or something. Because no, like, this is the first EPL title, like English Premier League title. Their first. And I think back then it was still called something like Championship One, like the Championship League. Something like, something around those lines. I'm not an expert and I'm very sorry. I'm showing my ignorance here. But um, I, I but I do believe it was called something else. Uh, okay, 30 well, years, but like you. you this is our it, first league title. You hit it on the head right there. There's a whole generation that has not seen their team as a champion. First league title in 30 years. And trust me, it feels so good. I don't care what people are going to say. I was like, oh, they didn't play the full games. You know what? Fuck off. Because I'll tell you what. We were like 20 points ahead of the last person. I mean, to be fair, it was like 16 against Man City. Man City wasn't catching up with seven games left. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. No, with, without a doubt, like, uh, pe- people talk a lot, like, the whole, is there going to be an asterisk? Oh, of course. Everything in 2020 is going to have an asterisk. Everything that you do, like, this was the year of an, whatever. But you can, nobody with half a brain can possibly make the argument that Liverpool are champions because of COVID. If this had not happened, they would have never been gotten on this run. They wouldn't remember. Like, no, even before that, they were so far ahead. It was the only league that it was so far ahead. It was it was, <laughs> it was completely it, it was, was completely completely shattered. It was preposterous just how much how how much people really thought that they weren't gonna win the league just because like, oh they're gonna close it down, they're not gonna win. Oh, oh. Say, trust me, they're gonna win. And even if they weren't gonna even if they for whatever reason decided to cancel the the, the cup, which I'm glad they didn't, but if they did decide to be like, Oh, no one's gonna win this year, we would have went next year and just won it that year. And just been like that much we well, would have shown our balls and dick and be like, Yeah, that's what's up. We're the real deal. We're, this is really <laughs> us right now. We're not no fakes. This wasn't a one time wonder. We did it two thousand nineteen. Uh it's two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen. We did it this year, we won it, and we're gonna do it again next year. We're gonna keep going. We have a dynasty going on right now. Liverpool won twenty nineteen. No, we lost, but we we were winning. Oh no, yeah, yeah. That you were you were on a very good win streak. But did they win? I don't know. You made it seem like they won. No, I'm talking about like they showed like showing people that oh. were that were the real deal. They're Holy legit. Field. All, right. No. All right. And you know what? My hats off to you. You you showed up. I slammed the door in your face because first <laughs> thing you did was, uh, of course. Put the flag up. He had the Liverpool flag, and it's of course hanging right here onto the side, and uh, next to next to Lucio on his chair, an empty chair, by the way, an empty chair. Which let's go ahead and just qu- give a quick shout out to our partner in crime, Mr. Kenny Mitchell, who is not joining us, who is being replaced by a Liverpool flag here. Uh, Kenny, of course, has some business matters to attend to in terms of birthday celebrations, and you know I, I what? Don't, I don't know, Lucio. Like, did did you get that invite? I, I, he said I got the invite. I think I think Santan Mail or Postal Service has completely fucked up our shit. Uh, that's that's pro- that's what I was thinking because there's no way he could have gone on this really fun trip and all this without like exactly. sending an invite, right? Like that's not we like were, him. We were gonna we were planning to do the podcast over in Colorado. Yeah, like that. That was that was the whole thing. It was gonna be our first group trip. We were gonna do a lot of bonding. Maybe like you know s'mores around a campfire and stuff. Exactly. And I, I was very looking forward to it, but you know it. it if that had happened, which you know, which we know it doesn't. If we if that had happened that he didn't invite us, we would be here talking shit. 
But we we won't like we won't say how much of a dick Kenny is. Why, uh, why would we do that? Big dick. Not only is he a dick, he looks like a dick. You know, his, you know, he's bald. <laughs> he's you know, he just looks like a circumcised penis. Let's just let's just let's just keep it real. But you know, he would he wouldn't do that to us. He would he not would not do he that. Would to not us. leave us out of the invitation group. He would have totally invited us. I think. You know, even Kane got an invitation. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, I love so that I, guy. I know it's the postal service. Something was probably definitely. wrong. Definitely. So, so, you know what? Kenny, I'm sorry we're not there with you. We just didn't get those. We definitely blame it on the king. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. Celebrate America over there, too. Thank you for Colorado. not being a dick, which we know you're not. We know you're not a penis, okay? You look <laughs> like, but you're not. All right, so you know what? We just go, went ahead and started this, uh, this show off with Liverpool. Let's talk a little bit about what went into... Liverpool season, and um, it was hands down going to go to them, no matter what. The formula was there since, like you said, last year. Uh, Klopp had been working on this for a long time with these, and and, Very long time. and uh, getting together the core players that he needed, and pretty much to, just to, to build them up and give them the confidence. Like, they're not going to go out and buy a Cristiano Ronaldo, a Messi, you know, any of the other, well, like, giant now. names. <laughs> and, but, yeah, yeah, but uh, they, they pretty much built them from within. They got them from players that were rejected out of the clubs because that definitely happened. That's true. Uh, well, Salah was what, at Chelsea? He, Salah went, was in Chelsea, and, and he didn't perform very well. M- Mourinho thought he was no good. And he sent them to Roma. And in Roma, he performed decently. He did really well. Um, he showed that he can keep hold his own. But I think it wasn't until he got to Liverpool where he was able to kind of flourish because he had that like I think Klopp just told him like you're not responsible for being the only one to score you're not responsible for being the only one to do everything just play just do your part and I think that really opened him up to you know he he won the whole uh, golden boot of uh, the EPL he scored more goals than Cristiano Ronaldo well, well he split it didn't he Th- that was uh no I think he took it he it was went. a three-way tie it, w- it was or I think last year it was him I believe Mane and Abu Mayang. Didn't they tie? No, no, no. I mean, the most goals in a, in a season. Oh, okay. He took, okay, he yeah, took yeah, that yeah. One. Okay. So it, it was one of those things where he, uh, he he showed his worth, and people thought, like, oh, well, he can't do it again. One hit wonder. Comes back this year. He doesn't score as much, but I think as a group collectively, we scored a lot more than we did last year. Um, we literally have we were up there with Man City, and we know how much Man City is a powerhouse when it comes to scoring. I mean, they're one of the best scoring teams in, in, in the in the English league. So to be up there and to actually be ahead of them is very nice, very you know heartfelt. It feels good to actually be on top of everything. Uh, we're going to be playing them on uh, Sunday, uh, Thursday. Thursday. We're going to be playing on Thursday. It doesn't matter, but I feel like they are going to play a little hard, you know, to show them that we do belong to be here. Um, oh, I think both teams, like, out of pride. They got, like, Liverpool, they have to prove that, hey, we are the champions now, but we need to prove why. And Man especially City. Especially against Man City. And yeah. Man City needs to say, like, all right, like. That last game was. C- uh, because it, a lot of it fell on Man City. Like, of course, it's not Man City's fault. It's not because of Man City that became. It's Guardiola. But it was. It, I, I fucking. I, you know what? I agree. Fuck Guardiola. I want him out. <laughs> I want him out. <laughs> but um, it, it was that last game that sealed it. Because Man City losing to Chelsea is what officially crowned Liverpool. Mm-hmm. So officially, Man City's loss crowned Liverpool, and they got to wipe that egg off their face. So they need to come they in do. and they need to come hard. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see what what it is they can do. One of the questions that I was uh, looking forward to to answering, what I was looking forward to asking was whether or not they would do the honor guard. So whether or not they would give them the like the players make their 
kind of entrance their hallway and clapped mm-hmm. them onto the field. Guardiola had already said that it was going to happen. Like he said that like that day, uh, they were going to congratulate Liverpool and clap them, you know, applaud them as they enter the field in honor of being the champions and being crowned the champions, which they, they fully deserve. Absolutely. But for me, I wanted that game to feel so much more. I wanted Liverpool Man City to honestly, try to decide that I'll the championship what, won that. I also, I, I thought, honestly, I was like, all right, well, it's it's going to, this is going to determine it. The game against uh, Man United, Man City is going to determine whether or not we're champions or not. Yeah. I, d- I was not expecting Chelsea to win, to be honest. I, like, Chelsea's not a weak team by Neither any means. Neither was I. I, I. That's my betting slip. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting Chelsea to win. But this. my thing was, Chelsea just kind of came out of nowhere with, uh, with with how they played. Pulisic played fantastic. I mean, he... My God, that kid's a monster. He's showing just so much potential. I mean, he showed potential in uh, in Germany, showing that he could keep hold his own, and he's quick. Oh, my God, he's so fast. He is... Fast and and you know he's smart with the ball too. He's smart with how he's playing. He's just gotten better over the years. And I mean, he's still like only twenty one, I think, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, around know, 21, 22. Kid. He's young, so he has a lot of potential playing in, in, in this league, especially in playing in Chelsea. Which I, unfortunately, I, I would have been nice to have him. But you know, it's you know he went to another team, and and Chelsea is not a bad team by any means. They're just not a great team like Liverpool. But you know. It's just one of those things that I tell people all the time. It's like, hey, look, you know, Pulisic's going to have a wonderful, great career in Chelsea. He might never win anything, and then he might go to Real Madrid and not win anything again, like, you know, like Hazard did. So it, it just might. <laughs> it yeah, just, I'm it, shaking my head right now because it, it's fucking. Just, it just, you need to put the boo. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's you know, he's not even worth it right now. Like, And to be honest, I was excited for him. When he was coming, because all signs pointed to... I haven't to even seen him play on the it, team. It's bad. Is he, like, injured it's or something? Well, or is he just of, not getting along? No, first of all, like, season one where he got there, he showed up fat. He overweight. showed up, like, 10 pounds overweight, and he showed that he couldn't run. Then he got injured, so he lost a lot of time on the injury list, and he's he has just been a disappointment to what being a huge um, signing is supposed to be. But that's a story for another day. I, I don't want to talk about Hazard. <laughs> uh, both, both him and fucking the the rumors that Neymar might still come. It just it keeps me up at night. I and I hate it. But please continue. Cause so anything, <laughs> anyways. Um, I mean, it's just great, great to finally have this this title again, to be crowned the kings of England. Um, and I think it's it's gonna last for a little while. I think we're we're building a dynasty like Ferguson, uh, like Fergie did when um. Or sorry, Sir Alex Ferguson. You know, we have to be respectful. Show some goddamn reverence. Uh, but Fergie, he he, uh, he came into the league. I remember when uh, Paisley was still there. I think it's Paisley or Shankly. But um, I remember him just coming into the league and just two years in, and then all of a sudden, just massive winning streaks in the nineties into the two thousand. Just like started winning everything. I was like, what the fuck. I remember watching them. They were beating everybody they, left they and right. Were, they were the team to they, the, to fear. No, not just they, they were England, not the team yeah. to beat. They were the team to fear. Like, oh, like you circled that on the camera. Like, God damn it, this is when we gotta face these. This guys. Where, you know, this is where I gotta tell my wife not to, you know, make sure she signs a you can't divorce me papers, you know, kind of thing. It, it's just one of those things. It was. It was what? Yeah, you know, some you know, you don't want to lose your divorce because you're over there crying like a little bitch when you lose against Man United. You know, especially if you're a Liverpool fan. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Why are you crying like a little bitch? You know. But anyways, not the point. The point is, it, it was a, a a time where, you know, Man United 
dominated. dominated. Yeah. So and so we so you're saying we could be on the verge of Liverpool going on another. a decade long streak where they win four out of the ten championships, five out of ten championships in a row. Well, I want hopefully six. So six with out this of ten, one, like, and then another six, and it doesn't I, have to be back to back. It could be, you know, well, you you got you got to understand too. It's not like the like even soccer ten years ago. It's uh, you could build a dynasty at 10, 15 years ago. You could build that kind of dynasty because you had you a lot of players were still a lot of teams were still building from within where nowadays it's whoever pulls out the checkbook. So you can re- completely revamp a team from one from one season to another. So but I, Klopp I, is the, I is don't the think youth whisperer. Well <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I I'm for sure this won't be the last, but I, I, six is kind of a stretch. Come on. <laughs> Look, I'm hoping for six. I'll be fine with four. As long as we get two or more, because we just need uh, two to be tied with men United, and then three to be, again, the number one team in England. All right. Period. So I'm going to make a comparison, and then you tell me whether I'm crazy or not. I know I'm, I'm going to get a lot of shit for this, mm-hmm. but... Pulsic, Pul- uh, Pulsic, the way he's playing right now in Chelsea, mm-hmm. doesn't not bring up memories of when Chicharito first got to Man United, where no one knew about this kid. He was so fast and so unpredictable in 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 the way he beat offside traps that he just took the world by storm. And like he, up until last year, he held the record for the uh, Mexican scoring in the EPL. I think uh, Raul Jimenez just broke that record. Mm-hmm. But uh, no one knew what to do about Chicharito until, like, the second or third year he was there. He's like, okay, now we know how to mark him. Now we know what kind of game he is. But Pultich kind of came out of nowhere, too. Like, we know about him because he, he came from here from the States. Mm-hmm. So, and then we knew about Chicharito because we saw him play in Mexico before he yeah. went to Man U. But the rest of the world doesn't really didn't really know about him. That's true. I mean, Chicharito was like a, he was like a diamond in the rough. And I'm, I'm talking like he's still, he's still, he's still a gem. Like I, I always hated on um, people like con- like saying that he was so great in this and that because he is great. But like when it started dying down, I started realizing like you know he is a good player. He's very, he's very smart on the ball. He's very you know he finds himself in the right position at the right time, which is hard to do. You know, for those people that never played soccer before out there or that have never been on a pitch, it's it's hard to find yourself open. That's why you know there's been times when we were when we were watching uh, Red, uh we were watching Phoenix Rising and. Uh, uh, Cortez, Chris Cortez was like in the right spot at the right time all the time, and people hated Cortez. I remember showing up to Red Fury, and then people talking, I was like, Yeah, fuck Cortez, uh, he's still here. But I was like, What? I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. And I like had like this prejudice against him before we even started the season that year. Next thing you know, I'm like, What the fuck are you guys talking about? This guy's over here fucking scoring goals for us, and you're sitting here mad at him because he didn't play right the last season. Like, get the fuck out of here. This guy's great because he found himself at the... And same thing with Chicharito. He always found himself being in in a position to to score, even if it had to be with the back of his head. Just, you know, it's like, you know, like when we talk about Carter Garland getting the puck hit to his face, scoring a goal. It's it's a goal's a goal. Chicharito made a career about it. A goal's a goal's a goal. Hell yeah. And, and, you know, it doesn't matter if you you make it with your face, doesn't matter if you make it with with your butt, your fucking penis, whatever. If it goes in without you using your hand, it's a goal. Shout out to fucking Maradona. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> and Messi. That was the hand. Those are the that's the hands of God. Okay? Relax, bro. And Jesus. And Jesus. <laughs> the Messiah. <laughs> Messiah. <laughs> and Maradona you the motherfucker. You know? But anyways. You know what? I brought that on myself. <laughs> but um uh, no, he, he 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 does bring a, a certain uh 
appeal to Chelsea. Um, it brings that like wonder, like, oh, what's this kid gonna do? Kind of thing. Like, oh, he's he's new to to the EPL. You know, he he played yes in Germany. Sure, he made himself known, but like he wasn't. He wasn't like great in Dortmund. He wasn't great in Germany. He was good. He, he was he was an okay player. And then That's he comes it. to Chelsea. And in the beginning, I remember watching him. I was like, oh man, he seems like he seems kind of slow. He seems kind of like off. And then seeing him play against Man City coming back is like he's been training this whole time outside to, of work to, to get to get here. Yeah, you know, you know that's that's hard to do. You know, somebody who who who's been proving all the num- numbers and statistics wrong, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yep, goes into goes into the offs or not the, the the COVID lockdown, going slower than he was coming out of the COVID lockdown. He's like three point like. Point three or point five seconds faster than he was. He's doing much better than he was, like oh, a lot better. I'm like sitting there, like, dude, how are you 35 years old right now and whooping every 22 years ass? It, it just it he defines everything that is natural about humans getting older. Because if you follow his Instagram, mm-hmm. like you know how much he works out. Uh, like people lot. may even make jokes about it, like yo, he he does this and blah blah okay. blah. But but yeah, he works out every day and he goes hard, like. You know, he could have retired 10 years ago with all of his money mm-hmm. and whatever and like had taken it easy, but he loves just he loves the, to play. He loves he, to he win. Loves the, he, he loves to play. He loves the just the the, uh, the yeah, just competing. Com- yes, there you go. The com- the competition. He loves competing. Thank you. And coming back like you said, he he's just been on a roll. He's just completely And it, it's crazy to think, you know, like to see someone his age out playing some of the younger kids who have that natural speed, have that natural, you know, movement of the ball and stuff like that and, and being able to do things because you're playing with young, you're like playing in a younger level so everything's a lot quicker. Because when you're young, you're a little bit more alert, you're a little bit more aware of everything. And to come in at 34, 35 years old, I think, something like that, you're coming in better than those kids, doing better. I mean, like, sure, you have accolades to prove that you're great, but then to come in and still show off those accolades and still be like, you know, I'm still better than you, and you've been on the team for three years. I just yep. got here, you know, and I'm kicking your ass. Sure, I'm the best, but this is why I'm the best. I, I, I you know, I, I, I love Slatan. I do. I love Slatan today. Slatan's one of my favorite players. But Slatan, compared to Cristiano Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo is always going to be on top. And, and this, and even though Slatan is great, Slatan just you can see his decline in his game. Yeah, and 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 to be fair, he is like what, 2 or 3 years older than Cristiano. Yeah, he's like 37, So, so he's he's getting there. He he's starting to decline. Yeah. But Cristiano's showing no signs exactly. at all. And the other person you're starting to see decline in and and people might not want to hear this is Messi. Messi and, and I love Messi. Messi's my favorite player of all time. Like he's I love this guy. If that wasn't evident about 2 minutes ago where he compared <laughs> him to fucking Jesus. <laughs> but he you can see the decline in him. Like you can see that he's no longer being as aggressive as he was when he was, you know, even five, like two years ago, even five years ago, like five years ago, he was still putting, pushing it and still doing everything he can. And then now, you know, you, you starting to see him more take that backseat role, that more, uh, Chavi Iniesta role where he's like sitting in the back and pushing the ball through. And because yes, because passing is not as 
passing is an art. It's not as sexy as scoring goals. Like, it's not, but it is. It can be sexy. So, so th- that's what I'm sexy. saying. Like, no, but like young kids growing up, are like yeah. they only it's focusing on, yet. hey, this guy's got more more goals. This guy's <laughs> blah, blah blah. But they're not seeing the play. And that was exactly the question I was going to ask you. So, is this the time where Messi moves in instead of playing the wings, and instead of playing the false nine, just you know go back? And actually play that number ten role, like he should play that Iniesta role. You know, Iniesta he was never fast, but he was but great. His vision and his him and Chavi. Like, oh my in the goodness! Backfield. I remember when Chavi, him, and uh, well, Cha- you know what? And and this is all obviously like the biggest meme in Barcelona history. But Chavi and Iniesta made Messi. Yeah, no, no, no. He, they did so because without them, without their uh, architectural ball control and ball and being able to put the ball exactly where it needed to be. Uh, Messi would might have not have succeeded as much. He still would have succeeded. Oh, without a doubt. But like it would have too much talent to fail. Those, yeah, he was he was he's talented by all by all means. But I think that he wouldn't have been as great. He would have probably got moved from Barcelona a long time ago if he didn't show numbers that he that he did when he was with Xavi and and, and yeah, maybe. And you know? uh, so with with that, now comes the time where maybe Messi opens the door to the next Messi. Ronaldinho opened the door for Messi. He did. Xavi and Iniesta made Messi. Mm-hmm. So maybe now Messi opens the door for the next person. But who is it? Because it's not Griezmann. Oh, th- that's without a doubt. Like no, like it's not Dembele. He's he's maybe not 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 there yet. I mean, Suarez is is already his own person. He he came in too. He came. Well, Suarez is a nine. Messi was never a nine. Yeah, no. Messi's always been a ten. He's been the yeah. player. Ten, to eleven. 10, 11, Give, you know. blah, blah, blah. But, you know, but what I'm saying is, like, as established, like, yeah, like so, so I, I, Suarez I, I, came honestly, in established I don't, I don't as a goal scorer. He, yeah. You knew he was a goal scorer. Um, it, it's just one of those things that depends on who the new young talent's going to be. Bolsic? <laughs> uh, uh, they got the checkbook for it. Yeah, they do. They're not afraid of tax fraud. They can get away with it. <laughs> 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 After City getting caught, I, don't, I think they might be holding on to that. That you guys, we can't pull a, a pep over here. We gotta. Oh my god. Um, I think. I wish Pep would have just taken the fall for everything. <laughs> you know who I think they could. They, I think someone that they they, they should look into, and this is gonna be my just a person that Mexican kid that you said earlier. Well, who Jimenez? Jimenez or Sancho? From well, well Sancho. I, I believe Sancho Jimenez. He's he's too old now. He's how old he's, is he? He's a veteran player. He's he's like he's, he's like thirty one. Oh, okay, never mind. I thought he was younger. Like, no, no, Sancho. Dude, Sancho's a good. He, he's a good looking, good guy. Like good looking in the sense of like sports wise. Um, I think he he can play a good part. But it, it's just I mean, they, like Barcelona has opened their checkbooks for that kid from uh, um, from Hall from Holland um, from Ajax. That they got Ajax. In. It was the kid from Ajax. One of the kids from because there was like three people in Ajax, and they got one of them. I don't know, man. You'd have to. And then you know you got. Then you bring in Vidal for like some mid midfield support. Because uh, Rakitic, I don't know where the fuck he is anymore. You know, he how do you feel about the whole Vidal thing? I, I think they could have done without. I think I think any ordinary player would have done it. Vidal reminds me of Catuso. He. Uh, do you know why? All right, tell me why, and then because we'll they're very. He, 
Gattuso's, Gattuso was very aggressive. Gattuso, yeah, Gattuso was, was never a great player. Gattuso... No, no, no. He was, he was one of those... He, he was he a was grinder. The, he was the equip, uh, equivalent of an enforcer. Yeah. He He's was, like, he would fucking take you fucking exactly. down. He would take you down. He didn't care about getting yellows or reds. He he was going to set the tempo of the game yes. by slowing you down and telling you why you're going to slow down, and he showed you. Yeah. Vidal reminds me similar of that. He's a very aggressive player. He's mediocre at best when it comes to controlling the ball. When it comes to passing, he's not great. But the thing is, when you're at that level, you, you, know, you know where you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to do. But his role is mainly to sh- to showcase Barcelona as a more tough team because Barcelona yeah, is a very finesse team. Finesse, yeah. Even the defenders are very finesse. Piqué is not an aggressive player at all compared to Carles Puyol. Not aggressive. Oh at my all. god, that w- that was the one that I was always jealous. Compared of Puyol. to Marco uh, Marquez, not aggressive at all. I you know, because Sergio Ramos fucking aggressive. Vernal, uh, Vernal, uh, the the French guy. The Frenchie that's on your team, the defender. Oh, uh, for the on on Real Madrid, right? Yeah, Verane. Verane, he's he's aggressive. He, you he, know, he's a beast. Um, Arbolal, Arbola from uh, Real Madrid. Who? Ar- Arbola, Arbola. Arbeola. Arbeola. He was aggressive. Pepe was aggressive. Pepe was over aggressive. Pepe is the OG of aggressive. You know, then Marcelo, <laughs> he's the perfect. But you know what? People give. Pepe shit. He wasn't bad. He just he, was over. He was a. He was just so <laughs> aggressive that it looked bad. That's yeah, what like that's the so thing. And they're like, here's the thing. He gave us a great generation of memes of Pepe. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Barcelona just doesn't look mean. They don't look aggressive. They don't even. They, they so so that's what I'm saying. But like throwing Vidal in, I get what what they were going mm-hmm. for. But was it worth it? Like no. for one player to be no. like that? Like. All right, so hey, hey, it's like don't go with that because he'll kick your ass. But any other players, they're like whatever. No, I, I so. honestly, when I heard the transfer from Vidal coming in, I it was, didn't fit. It, I like, was like, Cindy's like, really, really, really. I was like, all right, whatever, dude. It's it's like having Dennis Rodman coming to your team. So you send there's like, did we, like, did we need him? Like, I guess like, <laughs> I understand he's a board magnet. But did we need him? And he right. he hustled and he was aggressive. Like, but did we need him? Probably not. So that's what it. That's what it is. And so, I, I and and the the last thing about him was that his age. No, he He's was, like they, yeah, he they was were like not they, 30, 29. He, he he wasn't on the downhill, but he was at his peak. Like I I guess like if you're gonna get him for one or two years, but if you're thinking about the future, Vidal was not the answer. Yeah, Vidal wasn't. That kid, God, what is his name? It starts with an H. For from Barcelona, he, he he's he's a white kid, blonde hair. Oh. From Barcelona, white kid, blonde hair. It just starts the, with they an acquired H. him uh, recently, so that's why I'm like super like confused. Like this year, uh, last year, or like the start of this season. All right. Well, while Lucio looks up this madness here. Uh, I do want to bring up that Barcelona once again dropped points. And right now, currently, it is 2.30 in the afternoon, Phoenix, Arizona time, on a Sunday afternoon. So, Real Madrid are still playing their game. Uh, we're going to give, going to get an update on how they're doing right here. But if they win, they're going to go even more. Like, two points clear of Barcelona for the for the end of uh, the season with seven games left. Dejan. Who the fuck is Dejan? Who is this? That kid that came from from Ajax. He looks like Rakitic. 
when he was young. <laughs> I need to find him when he's all the way back because you know all these players take pictures of themselves for like fucking days. Anyway, so two two points clear, seven games left, and Barcelona has a tougher schedule. Like I, I think they still got a game against Atletico Madrid left to play. Yeah, I have no idea who the fuck that is. But anyway, they, they still got they still got another game. And Real Madrid, they face three of the teams that are fighting relegation. So Real Madrid are facing the bottom of the table. Um, Barca is facing the mid mid table to top table with Atletico Madrid in there. Yeah. So that's that's as of right now. It's been the most competitive the Spanish league has been in a while. Well, I wouldn't say that because a couple years ago there was a three way race with like, Atletico in there because Atletico is not catching up. Uh, it's just weird. Atletico has all the tools to be great, and then they just... It's just like... It, it, something's just fucked. Here's the thing. They're a, they're a great team. When you compare it to what Barca and what Real Madrid have been for the last decade, this is an elite. These are gods. And any any other... Put Atletico Madrid in any other league, and we'll see. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to call you out on this. <laughs> Lucio right now is putting his hand up to the microphone, blocking the sound of him eating the pretzels. It has been called out on social media that some people's favorite part of the show is watching Lucio go through a four-course meal every podcast. <laughs> Leave me alone, dude. <laughs> it's bar snacks, you guys. Like I'm just eating. But anyways, keep going with your shit. <laughs> but yeah. Put Atletico Madrid in any other league, and they would be competitive. They'd be fighting for titles. Mm-hmm. They'd be up there. You know, uh, they're they they're, they're, France, they're a constant. There'd be a constant. They're a constant. Uh, Champions League team. Contender, yeah. They're 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 all they're always contending. They're always in the three four spot in La Liga. But yeah, you're putting up against these kind of yeah. unreal teams. So so of course well, I mean they talked like about that. having a super league. You know that right? Like a super super league. Yeah. No, I I did that in FIFA once. So. <laughs> I, I edited it and I went. I took the English took league. I took the English league. I took out all the mediocre teams and brought in all the elite teams. And so you took out Man City. Shut up! I did not. <laughs> Fuck but anyways, you. Um, no, I I think that if Barcelona doesn't put it doesn't start right now, they're gonna lose the title. They're they're they it's it's their title to lose right now. No, right now it's Real Madrid's title to lose because they're two points clear ahead of them. Yeah. Oh, that's right because they're we just they just tied. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So so, so it's two, it's, so, it's, so it's Real Madrid's title to lose. Yeah. So that right now, Barcelona needs to either really be thinking to themselves, you guys, are we gonna let this happen? We have a squad because their squad is still is stacked. Is even though you know some of course of it's Barcelona. Stacked. You know Real Madrid is stacked, but the thing is Real Madrid is stacked and. You know, Real Madrid has that curse of having a stacked team and not doing anything with it. Look at, uh, you know, the Galexico. Was it Galexico? Los Galacticos. Los Galacticos. It's fucking amazing. And they, they won, like, what? Like, one one league? Or, that, no, they won a couple leagues, but they didn't win the Champions League the whole, that whole season. Yes, that, that, that was... That was they the were cursed. They couldn't win anything. They couldn't win anything important. Like, yeah, the league was important, but they were barely winning the league at that, too. So it was like one of those things like you had these great massive players, but yet you weren't winning anything. And by massive, I mean the forward squad on fucking Real Madrid when Ronaldo was there, Raul was there, Beckham was there, Sedan was there. And who was the last one? There was five of them. There was somebody else, but it was a massive monster squad. 
Well, I mean, you could pick any of them. You could be on the, from the back. There oh, was fucking Robinho was there for a while. Well, but it was uh, just it one of those things that it, it's it's Real Madrid's to lose. Um, unfortunately, if if Barcelona does decide, they might be able to take them out. I think they have an easier schedule, right? Yeah, like I said, they, they're facing the bottom. Okay, this is the double-sided coin because you're facing teams that are on the bottom of the table. So, of course, teams that have performed the least mm-hmm. in the league. But if you're facing three, uh, all three of the teams that are facing relegation, those are desperate teams. Sure. And it is one thing to go up against a bad team, another team, to go, another thing to go up against a desperate team that will do anything to avoid relegation. So, like, th- those kind of teams can be transformed into championship teams. And we've seen that happen before. We, we see it happen all the time in the English mm-hmm. league because it's so much more competitive. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, it's like one of those things where you, where you get a, like a uh, – what do you call it? You get a snake in a corner, and then it's just gonna come out and bite you. Yeah, it's it's when when you're backed up to a corner, it, it's it's true though. And, and and the thing that the thing that sucks the most is that uh, Barcelona has the bad luck with teams like that. They always lose against small. Like I remember, I remember one time I followed the whole season of Barcelona, and I was sitting there looking. We're losing to teams. That were like you're sitting there like this is such a weak team. Why are we losing to I, them? I, I remember that year that you're talking about. They beat Real Madrid both times that year. Yeah, they beat but, them, but, but they, Madrid they lost. was still on top because yeah, because they were losing the easy games. Yep. They were losing the simple games that they should have won, and winning the hard games that th- that should have been difficult to win. The, like breezing through those games, but they were fucking losing against teams that were not like you're sitting there like who the fuck is Granada and like who, you know and stuff who, like that. Who was the coach? Guardiola. Fuck Guardiola. If you guys don't hate Guardiola. Guardiola is the worst coach. Okay, that, that's not fair. He's not the worst coach, but he's not a great coach. I'm People a, put him on a fucking pedestal because he's won so many championships. No. He's won them with fucking easy-ass teams to win. He picks the best teams in FIFA. He puts in all the fucking <laughs> cheat codes. He gets all the downloadable content. Guardiola is not does not deserve to be up there. He has never faced a challenge. Put him in a fucking team like Newcastle. Put him in a team like Crystal Palace. You know, put him in a team like Granada. Make him make a team great. Put him like what Leicester City was nobody and they became the champions because why they had a good squad and a great coach. So Guardiola, do something like that and then you can earn respect. Guardiola sucks as a coach. Fuck Guardiola. And it's true. And I see it the same way because of the fact that every other team, every other coach that's made a name for himself, even Mourinho. Mourinho, uh, Ar- Ancelotti, you know. I fucking hate Ancelotti. He, he for, for just for what he did for Real Madrid, I fucking hate Ancelotti so bad. Oh my god! <laughs> but Ancelotti's great. I'm out of here. Fuck this. Mancini, Fuck Mancini was good because Mancini brought a city to where they were before Guardiola took them. Yeah, did he win? No, no, but no, he, he didn't win. He, but he brought. He, he, he set the table. He set the table. Basically, put the, the pieces in place, and then fucking Guardiola comes and in. Guardiola comes in. Yeah, and then and, uh, you know, and Mancini. But I think Mancini was the last one to win a title with Real Madrid before their whole drought happened. Probably. I think that was what it is. I, I don't know. I'm not a historian, and I've been drinking <laughs> some. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's one of those things. Uh, Guardiola, to me, uh, like you said, he he was in Barcelona. Barcelona was a stacked team. He won. And where he do went, you go? He goes to Bayern. Bayern is a stack team. So Bayern is Bayern they, should just play by themselves. They've won fucking what? What is it? Five in a row now with they, no competition. They should just play by themselves. Jesus Christ! They should literally just play by themselves. And then he went to Man City, and he won two titles with Man City. Yeah, but with Arab money and getting everybody they fucking could. And even this year, he couldn't do it. So, so it's one of those things that his his style of play is being shown up, being like, 
your money is not going to win the title anymore. Just because you bring the best players in the world doesn't mean you're going to win. Well, here's the thing, though. It's not. I, I I don't think that's necessarily true because the the way that Guardiola plays, like he likes to play that calm, collected, plays the you know, uh, a a a very triangular passing scheme. Yeah, but to the, to get that, and but he likes to play all throughout. Whereas other coaches, and you know, what? normal normal players in it, and I know I've mentioned FIFA a lot of times in the in this show right here, but. That FIFA, like, what do you do when you're down by two goals with, you know, minute 70? You go with the one, four, three. Like, well, you know, you put everyone on front. You put you all the, the goals. Three, five, three. Yeah, you go all out, right? You go all out. You you put everyone in front. And if you they, you get scored on, you get scored on. Fuck it. But you need to tie the game. And Guardiola would never do that because he like he he trusts his style so much that he so thinks far. this whole little... Little calm thing is gonna be able to get, and I'm not gonna compare that because it will never get up to the tiki taka. He does yeah, not go true. up to the tiki taka. People compare him like that. No, he did not bring the tiki taka, and and he is not responsible for that. And that even in itself will never be what Joe Gavonito was. Yeah. So that is how I think about Guardiola. <laughs> and so yeah, any other coach, you get in desperate mode, good. Get in desperate mode, throw everybody in front, throw the fucking goalie in front. How many? Great highlight reels have been made by center backs, you know, fullbacks, uh, goalies going up and getting these last minute goals because managers put all their chips in the table. Yeah, and it's true. Guardiola plays a certain way and he likes his certain way to a fault. Um, but I also put it in this way: as like he he succeeded in in Barcelona because Barcelona is a very finesse uh, league. Yeah, they're very like, he's, they're like very you said, finesse. he inherited that. He's re- they're very finesse. They're, they don't. They're, they're not very aggressive. And then he went to Bayern, which it's just it's unfair in Bayern because joke. it's just what's, Bayern. The, what's his next venture? PSG. <sighs> the, 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 <laughs> that's another finesse league. But the EPL, the reason why he hasn't triumphed the way he, everyone thought he was in church triumph because it's a little bit more aggressive. Why doesn't he go to Italy? No, why, why doesn't would, he go, why doesn't he go to Milan to or Inter Milan or Lazio or Napoli? You know, why doesn't he go to those kind of teams? Those, because those teams those big clubs, and those leagues are fucking hard. Yeah. Those leagues are like they they're like on your ass all the time. And I, I respect the referees and that they let the play go by <laughs> yeah. so much. Like no, none of none of this whole like, uh, oh, is it going to be a foul? People are looking at the ref like referees, even themselves. I've seen referees like get the fuck up and like keep playing. Just leave a player there on the ground, and you and know I what? Think I think Guardiola wouldn't be able to. La- he w- it would show his true colors of how he can. And then plus, Italy doesn't have a lot of money either. Like the, the the clubs, those clubs don't have massive money like um, like the other like Man's Man and like um like Milan, probably the richest club in in Engl- in, in Italy. Yeah, and then Inter maybe, and Juventus. Those three teams in Italy are the only teams that have like money. Yeah, because the rest of them rely on, you know, talent, tr- talent and tradition. You know, you got your Romas, you got your Lazio, you got your... Um, Napoli. Okay. Napoli, yes. And uh, which, Wait. by the way, Jose Caballero. Is that mm-hmm. the fucking Madrid? Okay. Madrid had that forward that went over to Napoli, and I, I, I still can't believe they gave They got rid they of... They should have got rid of Benzema. They've gotten rid of so many great forwards to they keep got rid fucking of Benzema. Benzema. And it's just... <laughs> oh all right, my. all right. So let's just start talking about this, the, all the English and foreign leagues. Let's let's get into the real deal, holy field. Yes, I've said this like five times already on the podcast. I don't care. Phoenix Rising. 
Let's talk about it. Let's talk about this stage. Hey, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dedicate the whole second half because we got a lot of Phoenix Rising stuff. So let's dedicate the whole second half of the show to Phoenix Rising. So uh, before we get to that, let's just spend the last few minutes of this first half getting a little bit into the the Coyotes, which is Kenny's, which is not a dick point of expertise. Kenny, can you give us? Oh, oh, it's oh, that's right. You're a fucking Liverpool flag right now. He, he just said Liverpool, Liverpool. God damn. So, I mean, we're not going to get much out of Kenny today. So, as far as I know. Yes. They're going to start. By, by the way, this whole section, this this entire last segment here is a part of Pardon My Ignorance, which we haven't done in a while. So, yes, pardon my ignorance. Excuse his ignorance, you guys. Pardon. I told you that. Excuse I tell you every week. Ignorance. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But yeah, like they they've gone full full contact and everything on their trainings. But yeah, you were talking to me before the show about their chances with this draft lottery. So there's a chance, and, and this is my big thing. I've always talked about oh we should just tank so we can get a good squad. But I I talked about tanking in a situation where we haven't even started the season yet. We're in the playoffs right now. I wish they don't tank. I pray that we do not tank right now. My thing right now, I'd rather win a trophy with a Astro or whatever it's called, the Astrid. Asterix. Asterix. I'd rather win a trophy with an Asterix. Astrid was Michael Scott's illegitimate child on the Ox. Asterix (laughs) is literally, I would rather have a Stanley Cup with an Asterix and say that we're still champions and I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Like Liverpool? (laughs) No, Liverpool (laughs) did. Champions before, so that it doesn't right. correlate here. Go on. It's not the same. We've never won one with this team. So it, it's kind of different if if you don't know what I was trying to get at. So anyways, we need to, um, uh, they, they, I feel like we need to like be, be real with ourselves. We do not need to be trying to lose. We do not need to be trying to like get money, like in trying to get a lottery pick. What we need to do is we need to try to make sure that we get the best play from the team. Like we need to be able to show everybody that you know we're a team to be reckoned with next season. Even if we lose, even if we get knocked out, we want everyone to know that we're a tough team to be. Get the numbers up. Like I said, we need to make it far into into the into the playoffs so that we can get people in there. So we can shoot people like Taylor Hall. Sorry, excuse my burping. So we can get Taylor Hall in there and get kind of people doing stuff. Um, But honestly, it's just one of those things that I feel like, you know, we need to uh, do something about that because the Coyotes just do not need to be losing right now. I don't care what draft we get. And we also have bad luck with the draft. We've had bad luck with the draft for years. And th- that is just an Arizona fucking curse. It like, is. I never mean, the Suns lost on who they lose on. They lost. They lost the first round. Uh, first the, no, round. no, no. Like the Suns, the most famous one that they lost was fucking Hakeem uh, Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, yeah, like they that should have been a Suns player, and it was a, some fucking t- coin toss or what. I don't know what the fuck. I'm not even gonna get into that because I don't want to fucking get a stroke here on air. But does the the just Arizona in general have had? Such bad luck with the draft lottery. It's a lottery. It's it's the whole thing where you just uh why roll the dice? That's just it. Just be a good team. 
Just go out there and do your fucking best and just rail on some people. I like, believe so. What, what kind of, what, what a message are you sending to your players when you tank? Like, hey, I know you guys fucking suck, so I want you to guys suck on purpose to get a better player in here so I can replace all you sad fucks. Like wow. that, that is the <laughs> message that you're saying. Every team that tanks, that is the <laughs> message that they are sending to their locker room. All right, because I don't want you fuckers here anymore. I want a good young player you to replace. You can't do that though with the Coyotes because we have people like Taylor Hall and Connor Garland. Well, that's, that, are great. that is my point. Like right now, we have to. And like, I, like I said, I doubt that they're gonna do that. I doubt that. I doubt that. Like here's here, here, me, like, me and you, Lucio. We have a competitive mentality, and we both on the same page. But go on the forums, go online, go on to half the people, if not 60% of the people are asking the That's Coyote sad. to tank. <laughs> that sad. is so fucking sad. That is just like, why would you, why, why do you, you do know, You, know, you what? know what that shows, though? That You know what that shows the Coyotes? It shows the Coyotes that their fans don't believe in the team that they, we have now. Well, and yeah. that's the problem. Like, if you're not behind your squad when we're winning, when they're <laughs> losing, like, why are you behind them when they're winning? If you can't get behind the squad and their ups and downs, like, I, like earlier we were talking about it. We were talking about Liverpool. 30 years 30. without a championship, without a league championship. 30 years. I wasn't born when they last won the, their last championship. 30 years, and we haven't won one. If you're not there for the times when we're losing, fuck off when you're here when we're winning. That's why I hate Man City fans. That but, is the problem, the, the, but the <laughs> thing is, that's what I mean with the, with the Kyos too. If yeah. you're here saying, like, oh, we need a tank, we need a tank. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Try, we're like in a position to actually contend to win the, the you know, the, one of the oldest trophies in the United States. The oldest trophies in the United States. And yet you're going to tell us, oh, let's tank. Yeah. To get a first round pick. No. Who at, at, at first round pick, which we might not even get on top of that. And secondly, even if we do get the first round pick, we're not going to, we're not guaranteed to get another Connor uh, McDavid. A fucking Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, how, like we're how, not how many first overalls have, have been just complete flops? Co- Crosby, uh, Sidney Crosby's, fucking so. Giroux's. I mean, like Matthew, uh, um, uh, Matthews. God, what is his first name? Austin, Austin Matthews. Arizona. We like we don't know if we're gonna get those kind of players. For all we know, we can get a player and fucking just tank like the Browns, getting first round after first round after first round, and then every fucking player the Browns got. Fucking sucked ass. Why are you breaking my table? Because I'm Jeez. mad. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if you're a real Kyle right, right. fan... This is a disclosure, though. Uh, we're talking about first overall. Everyone gets a first round pick. No, first overall, sorry. First overall. When I'm saying first, I mean first like pick. Like yeah, your first, first pick. Because yeah. I wouldn't be talking about the second round. Yeah, that's, that's, not, that's what I'm talking about first pick. Overall. overall. Yeah. Um, it, it's one of those things that it, it just doesn't... It, to me... Losing is not an option. Tanking is just not even on the table. I, I remember we, we we didn't even discuss tanking when we talked. No, about fuck it. no. We didn't even have this conversation with Kenny. Like when I no, but, but like that's the thing because all of us have that mentality. Go out and try to get everything yeah. that you can. But like I, I I don't I don't understand how many quote unquote sports it's because fans we're used to it out there that don't believe and they want to tank because they want because we're used to it in Arizona. Like, if you think about it, in Arizona we're used to it. The Cardinals, the Suns. The Coyotes, apart from the Diamondbacks winning in two thousand one, the Diamondbacks. We're just so used to, uh, and by we, like I'm not a Cardinal fan or uh, or a Diamondback fan, but like in the sense of sport, the the state is so used to not winning. Are anything. you an Arizona fan? 
Yes, I, I love You know what? Let me, let's go through it. You're not a Cardinals fan. Mm-hmm. You're not a Diamondbacks fan. You're not a Suns fan. I like the Suns, but I'm not a Suns fan. No, you're you. We established this a couple episodes okay, ago. Yes. Where you're a Denver. I fan. like the Suns, but I don't. I don't hate the Suns. I like the Suns. Do but you I hate the Diamondbacks? I hate the Diamondbacks. I do you hate the the yes, Cardinals? The fuck the Cardinals. So 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 that's what I'm saying. But I do like Arizona you, teams. I like the Rattlers. I like I like the WNBA, the Mercury. I love Phoenix Rising. That's like psh, number one, Phoenix Rising. And then I love the Coyotes. Which, and which by the way, we might get press passes to the Rattlers next year after this whole thing goes down. <laughs> but. So I know I, they have, I'm an they Arizona have to cancel fan. Season. In some spec, I, so I grew up with. You like some Arizona teams. You're not okay. an Arizona fan. No, I love Arizona. My 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 state. I brag about Arizona being the best state in the country. No, period. I'm talking about teams. When it comes to teams, yeah, no, that's yeah, you, you like some I have teams. No, I have no allegiance to Arizona in the sense of when I was growing up, my parents didn't watch sports. So when I started watching sports, I didn't watch just Arizona. I watched sports and I chose from the sports that were out there. All right, that's fair. So. So bottom line, it is not worth it to fucking it's tank. Not. I don't. And you know it's beneath you to do that. Like, why become a professional if you're gonna be just giving up in order to have someone else come over here and take your job and take this franchise? And not just that. Level. How demoralizing is it to have your fans tell you that you should tank so that we can get a first round pick? Saying like I said, if I was a player and I and I used to play soccer, if I was a player, I still play soccer. But if I was like a competitive player, professional player, and someone told me, they're like, oh, it's like, y'all need to lose uh, because the fan, or like you're sitting there reading the forums and you're like, the fans want you to take you. I sit there and I'd get offended in the sense of be like, really? You don't believe in us? Well, fuck off. Why, you, why am I here in Arizona? Why should I spend my time in Arizona if you don't believe in what we got going here? That's the mentality you're sending to these these players. Yeah, maybe the players aren't sitting there on social media. And thank God they're not, because if the if the players were on social media checking everything that fucking fans were putting out, we'd have a lot of fucking players leaving fucking teams like. No, Arizona. no, I'm sure I'm sure they check it, but I'm sure they also have internal meetings saying, "Hey, no, don't they probably react have to their it. agents that have or their people that are like, "Hey, dude, like they're saying shit about you, just like put in the back burner." But I swear, if it was like you know you had like the like people are just on it all the time, you'd have people players going from left to right. Back and forth to, to teams because no like if someone says like I don't fucking like you you fucking suck and there's a whole form about talking about how much you suck, fuck it I'll leave shit you don't want me here fuck it I'll leave it's yeah. a great player wonderful get a, talent get a contract somewhere else get it somewhere else where they want me someone's gonna give me a yeah. job so yeah. it's, it's just one of those things you're sending a bad message exactly as a fan to your team we're, we're we love Phoenix Rising I've watched Phoenix Rising lose I've watched Phoenix Rising win I've watched Phoenix Rising go on a twenty 20 game winning streak without losing. That's what I've a winning seen, streak is, Lucy. Well, <laughs> God, let me fucking finish, <laughs> asshole. But I've also watched them losing the playoffs. And we're still there every fucking season, every yeah. fucking game. Home game, we're there. We go to as many away games as we can. We're fucking there. That's how you're supposed to support your team. Win, lose, draw, whatever. You're there. If you love the team, you love it for how it is. Yes, you might not like some aspects of of what's going on with the organization or the players or whatever, but you know what? It's not you know that it's not the team. The team is it's a team sport, so it's a team yeah. that that provides the one player doesn't ruin the whole fucking franchise. Yep. So you 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 
as a fan, you really need to sit back, think about what you're doing, think about the example you're setting for your kids as well, in the sense of like showing your kids like, oh fuck this, fuck that, fuck this dude, fuck the coyotes. Blah, blah. I tell Kenny all the time because Kenny gets mad with the Kyos lose and he gets frustrated because they don't always win. I love you, Kenny, but I've seen it. You know, it, it's Kenny, one of those which is not a dick. <laughs> but it's one of those things that I see it and I'm like in my head, it's like, don't show Kane this, you know, my godson. Don't show him that you get angry when they lose. Show him how to lose to appreciate when they win. Yep. Yep. So it's not as sour, and you're not sitting there saying, well, like, because the people that that get mad when, when they lose and stuff like that, when they win, they're still not happy. They're like, oh, well, finally we win one. It's like, no, bitch, we won. Relax. Enjoy it. Enjoy the win. You, I- even if you don't win all the time, winning is winning. Yeah. And you know what? You bring up a good point. You know what? That's a perfect way to close out this first half of the show, Lucio. You bring up a great point is that winning is winning. So, you know what? Enjoy it, you know? This happened and blah, 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 all because of this or like people that bring up people bring up so much baggage, so much things that goes on behind the scenes, so much things like why it happened or like, oh, this only happened because this went behind the scenes and everything. You know what? Enjoy your victories. Have some like have some mental health in your life and just enjoy what you're doing. Enjoy you winning the game. And. Yes, my phone is ringing. I ignore it during broadcast. I'm not going to answer a phone. No, open <laughs> your fucking phone. Oh, I'm sorry. There we go. My bad. Keep going. Anyway, I was on a rant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, just in, enjoy the fucking victories. Oh, there's an asterisk by your title. You know what? Fuck you. I have a title. That's just it. And anything that happened in 2020, it doesn't matter what you are, you know. It could be a championship team or it could be you going to the office. Asterix, he spent four months of it at working from home because uh, the COVID thing. Yes, I did. I was still an employee of the fucking year, you know. (laughs) Whatever it is that happened, enjoy your victories. Don't worry about asterisks that happen. They're going to happen no matter what in any field that you are. Just let's just fucking be happy about it. And we have a lot to look forward to with this with this coming season, especially especially for the Phoenix Rising. Absolutely. All of that we're going to get into in this second half of the show. And uh, so right now, Lucio, unless you got anything else, I think we're ready for a break. We are. Let's do it. And by the way, right now, Lucio and I, we have switched from going off and buying beer to just going and getting local beer and local breweries. So if you're local, support the locals, support local. And if you're a brewery out there, we can be giving off your brand right now in this uh, on this station, on this platform. So let us know. Let us know if you have a brewery. If you like you like us to go over there and visit. We'd go over there, get a couple of growlers, drink them here on Sticks and Kicks. Let everybody know about your brand. Today we're drinking from. Oh, that's right. We don't have a sponsor yet. Oh. You can be the sponsor here. <laughs> so, you know what though? I totally we totally forgot to tell people. You are listening to Sticks and Kicks, by the way. Are they? Yeah. Are just, they really? just because we we didn't announce ourselves in the beginning. So. I did announce it. You were just so wrapped up in your song. What? Yeah. What? I think okay. I did. We'll look back on the replay. <laughs> All right. All right. So, thank you guys so much. We'll see you on the second half here of Sticks and Kicks. Helps you market your business. You fuck. <laughs> you know what? That was a Lucio error. All right. Are you ready? Um. Yes.
are back here on this second half of Sticks and Kicks. And, of course, for those of you that have been waiting, yes, we did get rid of that Liverpool song. We're done with that. It was supposed to be a one-off thing, but, of course, Lucio got super excited. And why not? He doesn't often see his team being champions. But, Lucio, you you are very welcome. We did get that out of the way. I hope you liked it, and I hope you liked the second part of it, which was not part of the show. But, you know what? That is what we do here on Sticks and Kicks. Lucio, thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for your contributions. I think I think you're done for the day, aren't you? Like you you can be on your way. No, here. I still contribute a lot. To you this. son of a bitch. People love my. Uh, <laughs> I, I apparently I've gathered a following of people who love. You the gathered fact. a following of people. Are they paid? <laughs> I no, because I didn't even know until I got told about it. <laughs> this motherfucker. Oh yeah. All right. Well, Ooh. here. Jesus Christ! Do you need to leave? You, you've been tested, right? <sighs> We, we went through an entire process to get you back into this room. Coronavirus! You son of a bitch. Cardi B over here. All right, we're not, we're not going to dive into that. <laughs> but here, joining a special guest on the second half of the show. He's been with us before. Uh, friend of the show, thank you so much to uh, Brian Menendorf. I did say that, right? right? It's a P at the end, not an F. Men- Menendorf. Ah, I'm sorry. It's right. okay. Brian Menendorf. What's up, kids? Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you guys so much for th- thank you so much for being part of this. No problem. This is going to be fun. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see with Lucio. Like he's, yeah, he's yeah. still celebratory mode. He's he's distracted. You know, you know speaking of celebratory mode, I I just have to bring this up. How the um, the police in Liverpool had to order people like to leave the streets. Like the celebrations went on for two straight days. As two they days. should. And, As and, they should. And it's like, you know what? I, I completely understand it. it. It's it's just like you guys gotta also like think about no. safety at this point. Come no. on. So Liverpool look, first of all, the fact that people are out there for two days is fucking amazing. Two, the crowds were so huge. So yes, the social distancing part, absolutely. But the crowds were so huge. It dwarfs almost any other team in England that did this. Because last year... Because it's been so long. It's been so long, but also man, uh, also Liverpool has some, some of the biggest, longest, oldest <laughs> following in all of England next to Manchester United. And that's United, not City, because City is a bunch of newbies that think they, they know about football. How dare you? It's been eight years, so... <laughs> So it's just one of those things. Relatively speaking, <laughs> eight so, years is is newbie. So it's one of those things. If this Rona right now wasn't happening, COVID nineteen wasn't happening. Trust me, they'd be out there all week, all oh without week. a doubt, and and nobody would say anything. Like, like everybody like, would be okay with it. Yeah, and you don't know that without a doubt. Even even me, like the only reason I say that is because. The, the whole thing that we are living, it just sucks that they have to live it through this. It does. And it yeah. sucks that, like, they're, they're going to play Manchester City on Thursday. They are going to receive the the honor guard, so they're gonna Without they're gonna be fans. they're gonna be applauded, and there's gonna be no fans in attendance. And to me, it's just it's it's not the ending that I I believe Liverpool would have wanted to their to their drought of not the championship. Ending we wanted, so no, it's it's it's, it's, it's not it's not an it's not a fairy tale ending. But you know what? They deserved it. They worked for it, and we've talked about it. Like there's no ill will, Phoenix. Like obviously, twenty points above second place. They won. They dominated. They won it without a doubt. So, kudos to them. It just sucks that they have to do it. Like I, honestly, I would have wanted on uh, any other like regular champion to have won it this year. Just just because they've done it so long. So if Man U would have won it, if City would have won it, even Arsenal, like they have their history. Also, like they've won a couple of them. Chelsea and all. 
like all of them that that have had their fans see their team be a winner, like Liverpool, their fans that have grown up, like you said, Lucy, you weren't you weren't even alive the last time that Liverpool was champion. Yep. And for them to witness their first championship without mm-hmm. fans, you know, it's it's a little bit. It, it is kind of hard. Uh, it's, no, it, I'm not gonna it, lie. It kind of, yeah. but you know what? A championship is a championship. Exactly. It is. It is what a it win's is. A win's a win. And so, fuck it. Like they'll take they'll take what it is. So, congratulations, and let's hope that that's the last thing we talk about Liverpool for this podcast. We gave you a full <laughs> four staff. We gave you an entire discussion. So, that's not gonna happen. I, b- I believe we also done. got next season. <laughs> The no, we'll that. talk about it next season. Like I'm that. sure he'll find a way to weave, weave it in and talk <laughs> I do. about Phoenix he, he Rising. He's so mad about it because I, I, I try to. I almost I bring it in it. almost yeah. every episode. Yeah. I try to like I'll say something about oh it's like Liverpool and he'll be like motherfucker, <laughs> Jesus. But anyway, uh, Brian, thank yes. you for joining us. And of course, Lucy and I are both rocking our first uh, Red Fury jerseys here. Uh, th- those will be up on social media pretty soon, right here, so you guys can see. And uh, the Red Fury doing doing a lot. They've always done a lot for the community. And uh, Brian, you've been a part of it. This this uh, supporter group organization for a long time. Word. What, what does it mean to you to be a member of the Red Fury? Like for me, it's about family. I mean, at the end of the day, like I've made I don't know how many just like quality, wonderful friends that I'll probably know for the rest of my life through Red Fury. And uh, so me, it's it's. I mean, soccer has been you know a, a part of my life for years and. It's just wonderful to find a family of people that um, share that passion with me, and um, we've all just kind of like bonded over it. So, I mean, Red Fury is just, it's a beautiful family of people. That's the way I see it. That is awesome. And you know what? We personally uh, went through that firsthand when we attended our first uh, our first game. Mm-hmm. We were complete nobodies. We didn't know any. We, we, yeah. were, we were drinking at a bar at Tempe Marketplace. <laughs> when our, our first game was all like, hey, Lucy, you know what? This, this, this team, the Phoenix Rising, like, we got a team. They're playing today. Where are they playing? They're playing in like 30 minutes. Can you get tickets? And I looked on my phone, and sure enough, I bought tickets. Like, hey, man, we got tickets. Let's let's go up there. It's like half a mile right here. It's like right down the street yeah. from, from Tempe Marketplace. You know what? And, yeah, we just took it, and, and from right there, we our tickets were on the sideline. We told the story, like, I think, I think on our first episode, we were our tickets were on the sideline. But we saw every all the energy all was the over here. Yes. Everything was over. like, dude, we gotta be over there. And at halftime, we snuck in with all the people that went to the bathroom, went to get drink beers. So we <laughs> snuck in with all of them. Secure, and, and, yeah. And so we were in there. So like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. And we, like, the rest is history. Like that, we were. No, out. I mean, like you guys like jumped in from the get, and um, I mean, like you guys were definitely like, I mean, you guys just took on responsibilities like with capo stuff and um just kind of like getting the crowd hyped i mean it's just been beautiful to see what you guys have done with us so so glad you guys are part of a part of the family <laughs> no, thank you so much man. Like, for, for us like we just love a hype environment you know, yeah it, it's it's one of those things that i've never like you've been watching games in mexico even like going to games in the states and and doing stuff like when you're not like a part of it every day or all the time like you're not into it like you not that you're not into it sorry more like your, like the passion compared. Like when I went to go watch Pumas play in Mexico, mm-hmm. it, it's fun, but you're not a part of the atmosphere that's where they're doing all the crazy stuff. You're just yeah. part of the you're part of the fan base and you're part of and you're seeing stuff. But when you're actually 
at the game, like when you're there and you're part, you're that atmosphere. And I'm like sitting there, like this is the best thing ever. It everyone's your whole chanting, yeah. everyone's following your lead, and, and and everyone's waiting for you to start the next and do the next. It feels good. It feels awesome to just have people there know who you are, respect you. Like my girlfriend, when we first started dating, she literally were, were like sitting there, and then like we get, I go take her to the fir- her first game. And after the night, she's like, so many people fucking know you. Like, yeah. everybody <laughs> says hello to you. Everybody <laughs> comes, hugs you. Everybody yeah, yeah. comes and does. Everybody asks you things and they want to talk to you. It is so overwhelming to see just everybody just there. It's like you forget about me being there. Like, I know you're there, but it's like I have to attend to everybody. You know, I have to yeah. be there for, for this whole massive group because I love these people. And these people mean a lot to me, you know, and the, and and. I need to give them everything just like they've given me everything. So. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and it's nothing and it's nothing personal against the person that like, hey, I, it's not that I'm forgetting that you're there yeah. like like you said. Yeah. It's just like right now for the next 2 hours I have a responsibility. Exactly. And I need to I I need to fulfill this responsibility. I need to get these people off their feet, you know, I need to get these people jumping, chanting, I need to get these people hyped pretty mm-hmm. much to get behind this team and one of the, the beautiful thing about all of this is that the team notices. Yeah. Oh they, yes. They come by. They they as after the game they never let a get a home game go by without coming over and acknowledging the supporter section. Oh, absolutely. And at that the end of every home game they do that. Like yes. Obviously, even like in away games. Oh yeah. If we're yeah. there, if we can make it, you know, if a decent crowd of us can make it. Oh, when we went to, oh, New Mexico. Oh yeah, yeah. That was the shiznit. Sorry, Danny. I know this is a hard topic. Wow. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm sensing some animosity. But, uh, but you know, but you know what? I, I believe I had the call of century, and you know what? I don't have the I don't have the audio right now. But you know, I, I wish I did. <laughs> the, I could the, have the audio. The, the Santi Moore thing that he put on Instagram. Oh, that, I got I got it. I got the the one from New Mexico. With I got the the uh. the uh, Calistri. Yes, one, which yeah, was yeah. even which was even more exciting because that was last minute. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and look. Yeah, that he up. makes a great announcer. I'm Honestly, look that up right I'll, now. I'll tell you what. Since I have met him back in uh, 2008, and we've been friends since then, so 10 years, uh, over 10 years, 12 years now of absolute agony. I'm I'm sure. Yeah, it's hard yes. to deal with this. It's a hard lot. to deal with this guy. <laughs> Fuck this guy. But um, no, he he's always had that. I mean, we 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 met each other during uh, in theater, doing theater. And um, so he's always had that kind of pizzazz. Like I remember the first time we watched the game or we talked about it or we're just messing around, like drinking a beer and something. Yes, that's sex. Too, so. <laughs> um, it's one of those things where like we're sitting there and, sh- you know, talking and watching games and he would commentate sometimes and he's really good at it. So, like, I always kind of thought that, you know, so that might be something he pursued. And as time went on, I was like, well, he never got to it, I guess. And then having like this whole opportunity with Phoenix Rising and yes. him being with uh, and, you know, with um, Somos Doce is it's it's really nice to see him do something that he enjoys doing. Oh, for sure. And that he's not only enjoying it, but that he's good at it. Because watching him announce the games in Spanish, because obviously it, it's one of the things that Phoenix Rising is missing, a good Spanish announcers. Um, he does a fantastic job, mm-hmm. and I know that he could do more if he gives the oppor- if he's given the opportunity. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, it's yeah. just one of those things that um, Danny's always kind of been in that he wanted to do that. So him not 
him being able to do it now really just kind of showcases his strength in this kind of business of announcing. Yeah, and, and it's and it's a hard uh, profession to break oh, into as well. Hard. I mean, it's I mean, it, a lot of it is like the whole stupid, you know, know the right person at the exactly. right time kind of garbage, and it's not really based on your talent level. It's just based on who you know, um, which I know like the music industry is the same way, and. Um, obviously, LA is the same way in Hollywood with all of that. It's it's not really you're not really seeing the best actors. You're seeing a lot of just the people who know the right people. People that know that, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. And you know what? Let me let me see. I, I got right now. I got I got this queued up. That this whole because you 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 both were there at the whole uh, Joy Kalish oh, tree, yeah. the last yeah, minute goal. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Let, 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 let's, let's hear this. Let's work relive. Of art. Let's relive this right here real quick. All right, I guess we're not relieving this. Hang on, let me let me do something real quick because this did not happen the way I felt it was. Um, <laughs> okay, is, it, is it user error or technical difficulties? That's a little. I think a little bit of both. Okay. It's <laughs> user technical difficulties. Yes. <laughs> but um, all right. But as as I look forward to, like I said, Lucy, we should really have a person for this already. Where's our fucking tech guy? I don't know. We need to get an intern. Like we we need to get an intern <laughs> in your life. We've been talking about this for a while. Anybody that wants to intern for Sticks and Kicks, we will give you. I mean, our credit. Beer. I, I don't Beer. know about college credit. Beer. We don't yeah. mind you drinking on the job. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Yeah. We won't ask questions. It is kind of encouraged. <laughs> As I've experienced already. That, that really is. Which, yeah. Brian, how, how are you enjoying this beer? Um, I, I normally don't go for ales, but, I mean, this isn't bad. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, and we did get it from a local brewery, and as soon as they become a sponsor, we will let them know. Yes, exactly. Which brewery it is exactly. and any lo- other local brewery that is listening. If you guys want to guess and be absolutely wrong, just let us know. <laughs> so, right here, this this is your It this is, is a brewery that I've, I know it's a brewery that I've had before, and I do enjoy um, what they put out, so. Well, this is misleading because neither of these. Oh, then I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) He has growlers with different names. You know, one of them rhymes with poor leaks. Yes. And then the other one rhymes with uh, (laughs) suckle sares. Suckle sares. Or suckle. That that sounds kind of dirty. Because we have gotten in. In, into a bit of an issue, and I've never been wrong on my things. <laughs> when I talk about, you know, All when right. I talk about sore reeks, uh huh, I've never been wrong. <laughs> okay, and I've we've never gotten shut down and told that we can't do it, you know. But well, he, he he says something about somebody in the network, and all of a sudden we can't put on our podcast, and we're like, what the fuck? You know. So it's like, you know, take it from me, you guys. Don't use real names. You know, use sore. Yeah, Use make your something up. Rhyme with whatever yes, it is. Yes. Rhymes with Lucio. That's gonna be my that's gonna be my little show on the on the thing. Rhyming with Lucio. Nothing does. So Sucio, <laughs> Sucio. That's that, that is that's what yeah. that's what everyone goes to yeah, right yeah. away. And so let's, let's face it, he or, is dirty. Or or oh, in right. the uh with the, the Phil Collins song from the eighties, I think, uh Susu Studio. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. I might need another drink for this if we're getting deep on this. That's like, not no, even no. deep, dude. Let, let, I grew up in the eighties, yeah, so we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna go into this. <laughs> All right, so I'm assuming you can't find this video. Yeah, shut up. He I found can, it. He just can't. The video get it to work. there. The audio is okay. just not there, right? So yeah, the audio is not transmitting properly over the um, wires. We're gonna start talking Phoenix Rising. That's a good idea. That's kind of the point, right? So, question for you, Brian. Purple. Okay. Prince. Oh. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what are your thoughts 
on this group stage. On not our group stage, in the group stage in general, then we'll get to the group stage. What Jesus are you doing? Christ, what the hell did I Oh, I know what I did. Who's still a gem? That that is exa- okay, I get it. No, continue, please. We broke things. Um yes. I, I I know what I did now. So my feelings on the group stage overall, big picture group for yes. the rest of the season. I mean, I like I think that's like the best answer to um just where we are um with COVID and I mean I like that it's kind of a um I mean, I'm not sure if I like the the way they divided the groups up. <laughs> I thought it would be more regional. Um, I mean, to be fair, kind with, of with us, we're more regional because we got all the California teams and then Las Vegas. Yeah, well, yeah. not all the California yeah. teams. We're missing one, but yeah. I mean, I just thought that um, we would also like we'd be in the group with like New Mexico, um, who I know you despise with your, the very fiber. <laughs> <of your name. laughs> like you, you've listened to the podcast. Yeah, I have. This I have. Guy, he just <laughs> and he fucking hates. And, New and that he, note, fuck New Mexico <laughs> every time. Every time, every See, time. This is why they won't accept our <laughs> invitation <laughs> to come on. <laughs> I do not give a two fuck. Yeah. You see that shelf over there? That empty shelf? Yes, That's sir. where I would put a fuck if I gave one. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. But a- at least we still have <laughs> Vegas in our group. That that's exactly what I was talking to Danny about. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love that we have Vegas because every fucking time that we get Vegas on the regular season before yep. like this whole COVID thing, yep. we always get them on the fucking during the weekday. Yeah, yeah. I swear to God, we're gonna have them during the fucking weekend, and they're gonna get fucking wrecked. Where we're gonna have so many fans going to Vegas just because one, it's Vegas. Yes. And if we're having three games, I'm assuming two of those games might be at home. Well, uh, over I, there, I, I don't know about so many because like, if, if, okay, maybe a lot of people many, in the stadium. But yeah. you're gonna get people to go down. I mean, you're talking about Red Fury going down. You're talking about ben oh yeah, Dios dude, I'm down. I'm there in a heartbeat. So exactly, I'm there too. It's one of those things that if they they say we're gonna do this, if they, we're gonna have it all weekend, trust me, Banditos and Red Fury will. I be will. There. I will take a day off work, and you know, I don't work on the weekend, so fuck you. Well, no, I don't either. But like, <laughs> if it's like a if it's like a Friday night game, then I will take. Oh, the, I'll still yeah. be. I'll leave Thursday night. I'll be yeah. like, <laughs> like, let's go, Rob. <laughs> no, let's go, somebody. You know, I'll be down there in a heartbeat. Why? Because, one, it's Vegas. It's yeah. down the street, you know, technically, for, for people that live in Arizona. Ish. Vegas is like, so there's a couple. California, like Los Angeles, OC, you know, San Diego, those are down the street kind of places. Like yeah, for, yeah. For Arizonans in the travel scheme. But, like, places like Reno, that's a little bit out of the way. For Place, sure. Places like San Antonio, out of the way. For sure. Sacramento. Uh, Sacramento. But, like, the places that we're in now, like, the, the, the squad, even the, the teams that we're facing, OC, Los Angeles, uh, San Diego, and the lights, they're yeah. all within driving reach. And trust me, they're going to oh understand dude, yeah, what there's traveling gonna be some, means. Yeah, there's going to be some yeah, strong I mean, there, there, away support, I think. There is. There is. They're all within driving range. The thing is, whether people want to drive, actually experience the whole soccer thing and actually, you know. Uh, it's also going to be too. It, the it's fact just the way back. It's also you can get there in a day. It's just getting back after being there for a soccer game, drinking, yes, partying, and everything. Th- I get that. All right, but you know what? Hey, I think I got this. Let me let me try one more time. Kalistri uh, with Kalistri. Yeah, there it is.
<laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, like, yeah. the other times that I've heard that, um, it was not when I was wearing headphones. And um, I'm glad I can still hear. <laughs> that is the consensus. There were, some, there, were some, there were some decibel levels there, for sure. <laughs> so, the thing is, like, Danny... Like he he growing up, we watched Mexican soccer. Yeah, the majority of our life, or a big part of our life, I guess you'd say, and and a lot of Spanish announcers are like that. And Spanish meaning more Latin American. Spanish. Yes, yes, they're very, uh, very dramatic. They very get, they get very passionate. Very yeah, yeah very yeah. passionate things. There's not if you listen to English football, there's not a lot of English football like uh, the announcers that are crazy like that. They do get a little bit out there, but they're not as like. They're more composed, I guess would be yeah, the proper I think word to I, say. I, I would say, like, and and speaking as a white dude, I can probably say this: that like, we're more reserved, I guess. Um, <laughs> like, we're we're like brought up to not be so emotional, and and that which I don't necessarily agree with, but that's a whole <laughs> other topic. But I think, um, that, and that, that's why it, it, it brings like Mexican soccer has some. Uh, they've they've said that Mexican soccer has some of the best announcers yes that have ever come out of play out of announcing for soccer um actually one of the big announcers that we used to have he 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 now works for espn right espn uh, uh deportes um which one uh the bigger guy not big big but the bigger guy Les uh, no he's no he's, no, he's still with Univision. One. he's the one that talks that's, that's, that's the one, one i there's I the one that speaks english too like he doesn't speak english well but he speaks english oh, that, that's he was a, around the, the world cup you remember the world cup those could be cuz also moises muñoz was all be got, became a commentator around the world cup and he got a job with espn yeah that one so moises muñoz yes so so he he was there like I mean he's he's okay because he he gives his part. Hablame Jesus. No no that's Paulo Ramirez that's that's who I modeled my career after well, because, you suck because at of it. after after okay. everything that that, that uh, <laughs> he does and all the passion he puts in so many metaphors so many like different. Um, I love it when he talks when he, when they shoot the ball and it hits the crossbar or hits the. Poste Paulo tuvo fierro metal. It's great because it's basically saying, you know, you're saying, you know, he, he pretty much gives four ad four uh, similes to what a crossbar is. <laughs> <laughs> and then he tells them. Then that he says that it took the pain off. He, of the, he took yeah. the pain off it. He took the the structure off it, and he took the soul of the goalie off of this. And then he names the goalie. Yeah, yeah. Off of this player, and shook him to the core. Pretty much like he he just goes all out in his. It's thing. one of those things. It's just pretty fun. I, yeah, I, yeah. I just fucking love it. But you know what? Let's go ahead before we run out of time right here and just. Let's take a deep dive into each one of these groups for the USL, what we're going to win. And, let, and the let, West Coast. Is, fuck the East Coast. I'm no, we're only doing the West Coast. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't even fucking, I, I don't even deal with I don't with even it. know the names of all the p teams. In I the know East Pittsburgh Coast. has a team. That's pretty much about it. Louisville. That's I mean, I know Richmond, but that's mainly because I lived in D.C. for a couple of years. Ah, there you go. So, yeah. I mean, so th yeah, we're only focusing on the West Coast. If you live on the East Coast, then, you know, uh, why? Why are you living on the East Coast? Why do you live on the wrong <laughs> side of the country, bro? <laughs> <laughs> All right, group, group A, starting off with, Por with Portland Timbers right here. 
And uh, I'm, I'm just uh, going to read off a little bit of uh, what's written about the Portland Timbers right here. T- T2 made an inespacious start to the 2020 campaign, visiting Phoenix Rising and defending regular season title holders. We all know how that went. <laughs> and uh, was amazing day that was there. a pretty tough task right there. And uh, they have some quality talent to pay attention to. And though researching the playoffs two years ago, the question will be whether or not they can find a way past the first teams that will be considered a consent tender against Reno and Sacramento. What? Player to watch for the Portland Timbers 2 is Carlos Aguinao, 20-year-old who had five assists, 22 key passes a season ago in the center of Portland's midfield with almost a full season under his belt, will be aiming to take the next step in his career over his abridged season. If Aguiano shines, T2 should be entering as well as potentially successful against more experienced opponents. I think this is a bunch of bull. We all saw the quality of Timbers 2 in the first game of the season. That cannot be hidden. They scored a goal in the feast right. I think that might be the the highlight of the season. Whether or not they Yeah, that was a, a sympathy goal. goal. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think that uh, Portland's... I mean, at the end of the day, they're a two-team. And yeah. so, like, that automatically, like, knocks them down in my book. Yep. We all hate the fucking two teams. Yeah. All the two teams of the world. <laughs> um, then there's some colors. There's some other stuff, yeah. but you know yeah, we're yeah. not. <laughs> we just all hate hey, the two teams of the world. This is a family show, guys. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what family? Yeah. The brain. <laughs> what family? My family. The Phoenix Rising family. Hey. And right, we so allow the swears. So Portland. I mean, let's be, you're, you're not I mean, going to do so, shit. So were they more talking about, like, when they were saying, like, possible contenders, like, just, like, in terms of the other teams that they're grouped against in their group? or Possibly, look, because... I mean, in that sense, I could maybe see it, but even then, it's kind of a stretch. Yeah. Just name all the people in their group real quick. All right, before we go on, it's, uh, apart from the Portland Timbers 2, you got Reno, you got Sacramento Republic, the Tacoma Defiance. So... Another two-team, four, four essentially. Four... Four teams in this group. The yeah. on, honestly, the only two teams there that the, the the teams that matter there are literally Reno and Sacramento. Correct. I think so because Be- and like Lucio and I, we had a conversation before the podcast started. Here is that uh, every two team, not just in this group, but across the league, they're pretty much fucked in the sense of they're relying on people coming up and down their ranks. Yeah, which is... No, MLS is in a bubble this year, so no, yeah. there's, there's going to yeah. be no up and down this year. You're going to have to face us with whatever you have. And if you just guys... You hear that? We're all, so- we're all monarchs. have a bunch faces of whatever... With you have. I, uh, you know what? <laughs> That's why they took him out of our uh, fucking group. They took him out of our group. They're scared. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, Anyways, go with the B team. I, I would rather... I would rather face them in the playoffs and humiliate them in the playoffs than face them just in regular season. If they make season. it that far. If they make yeah. it that far. So yeah. just real quick. So, of course, Reno, Sacramento, Tacoma. Uh, obviously, for, for, for us right here, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you guys coincide with me. Reno and Sacramento are the teams to be. They are the two teams that are probably going to. Yeah, and I, I would say Sacramento over Reno, but. I mean, yeah. I think so, too. But I here's, here's I the thing, though. Re- Reno got a win over Tacoma. Mm-hmm. So they're starting off with three points ahead. And Sacramento lost against Tulsa. Mm. 
So Sacramento is already starting with a loss. The the games that most teams played one game before the season took a hiatus. Some had two, but some had two. Most yes. teams most teams had one, and those games count towards the season. So they do. Sacramento is already starting with a loss on the record, and Reno starting with the win. So we'll see how this plays off right here, as as uh, as we go forward. The the golden thing is right here that Tacoma had two games and they lost both of them. So Tacoma, they're they're, they're toast already. They're out. Yeah. Look, Tacoma it hasn't been a competitive team. They're always usually in, in the bottom three. If we if we had promotion and relegation, they would have been re- relegated a long time ago for sure. Oh, that's why they don't have relegation so at all. My thing is these two teams, and I I don't agree with both of you guys. I think Reno actually has the upper hand on Sacramento only because. Reno the last few the last year last year they did really well they played really well at least towards the end of the season and I think they still had that momentum going into the first part of the season now with that being said if they continue that momentum or e- even after the whole thing they might be able to still play uh, they might still outbeat Sacramento but it's going to be a closer one for them I think for that those this group I think it's going to be Reno Sacramento but it could easily be Sacramento Reno. That's all just right. me. All right. Well, just to correct you, when you said that you were against both of us, is that I had not given my opinion. Yeah, you did. It, you did. You did. What did I say? You said you, you, you like Sacramento. You agreed with me, Sacramento. No, I said I agreed that both of those teams were going to go on. No, I didn't go one over sac- the other. You know what? I did not go all one right, over the other. All right. All right. Let's end the discussion then. All right. Ooh. I think Reno's going to go over Sacramento. Lying ass. You just thought that my idea was great. You motherfucker. <laughs> you had to agree with the right thing. Shut so. up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? Group B, that is the group that Phoenix Rising is in. So let's just save that for last so we can do a full deep dive into that. Move ahead. Let's let's just go ahead to group C for, for the time being right here. And we got the Colorado Springs switchbacks. El Paso Locomotive. New Mexico United. And Rail Monarchs. Three of the four, four corners. And first thing right off the bat is that why couldn't they put the four corners in one group? That would have been fantastic. You, you, that would have made it far more interesting. You see it on the map, and it's one thing if they would have been clustered into the same. But here's the thing. Phoenix was between both of the groups. Mm-hmm. So they could have easily just, if they, this is a four-team four group, yeah, just include Phoenix in this group instead of the other one. Yeah. And you could have had... Not only a very interesting dynamic between Phoenix Rising and some of their closest rivals, rivals. but also the Four Corners Cup, which the USL obviously knows about because they acknowledged it last season. Yeah. So why why would you ignore this and pair them with these California teams? Is it because they want to build what? suspension for oh, okay. the playoffs? It might. Maybe. They want they want to face either Real Salt Lake or New Mexico in the playoffs only, and not just in regular season three times. I could see that happening because if you face your right, if you face your opponent, even if it's a dead rival, if you face them three times in a row in a, in in a tournament, I could see how that could be getting old. Yeah, yeah, like you can't have too much of a good thing. What? But, but at the, but at the same time, I would be there at every game. But at the well, same, yeah, at every game. Well, that doesn't mean like it just it, it's it, some of the luster wears off when it's like so much in a short period it, it of time. It just keeps on happening. You know what though? No okay, I get that. In a short period of time, yes, long period. But the thing is, I would love to have seen that New Mexico matchup. 
Honestly, oh, yeah. New I'm Mexico sure get it. came in last year. Yeah. And they instantly became rivals because of the fact that we tied them with them both games during the regular season. We only lost them in the U.S. Open, which I don't really consider a big deal, but we did lose to them. So I mean, it is how a is it not a big no, deal? Historically, it's massive. I mean, it's like how the oldest. How is it not a big deal? I think it's actually older than the Stanley Cup. <laughs> no. I think so, isn't it? The Stanley it Cup might be. I could be it wrong. It might be. It, it, it is definitely the oldest so soccer tournament yeah. in, in North American history. Oh, easily. It might be older than Stanley Cup. But the here's Stanley the thing, Cup Lucio. has been since the 1800s. The, the champion of this tournament goes on to the CONCACAF Champions Cup. So, yes, it is massive. You cannot say okay. that this tournament doesn't matter. You can't it, say it, Lucio. All right, let me, re- let, me, let me kind of rephrase that. Okay, the Stanley Cup started in 1893. Yeah, it's been it's been there since the 1800s. And the US 1900s. The eight Oh no, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. That's special. <laughs> Let me go back to school. Let me 19th go back to school. century. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the 19th century, yes, yeah. 1800s now. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I'm oh, sorry, okay, so I have to kind of rephrase it in a way. I don't necessarily disregard the u.s cup saying that it's not a big deal but my priority or the priority shouldn't be for us to win a CONCACAF because what are you talking about that is a continental tournament that's fine and that's going to give us exposure but we need to win the league what okay so what happens if we win the CONCACAF and we don't win the league what happens if a team wins the world cup but their league isn't good no, 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 that doesn't make fucking that's sense. Ex- that's what you're saying right now. No, that's not what I'm saying. The CONCACAF is is teams. It's not countries. It's different. It is. It's a club competition. All right, so it's a club competition. Uh, so if PSG wins the, the Champions League, are they not the best team in Europe? They're the best team in Europe, but are the best team in France? That's without a doubt. Why? Because they, they lost in France. If they, they lose they in w- France, they win all if the you time. lose in they're France, two different competitions. They they're win. two different competitions. They're two they different competitions. You know what that means? That means you couldn't hold your own in the very in your own com- league. Yeah. The, the primary league that you're supposed to hold your your own in. And this, I'm uh, okay. So this is going to be kind of silly to say, because it's it's a video fucking game. But in FIFA, when there's priorities in the game, when you're doing season mode or career mode. The priorities never, never win the Champions League. There is a priority in the Champions League, but the priority is always winning the league. The league is more important than the Cup, than the Champions League, than the FA Cup, than the Copa del Rey. Than the, it's always more important. I the think league is because the league is a league. The league is meant to is is what shows that you are the top team in the league. The CONCACAF would be great if we won it, which is going to be rare if we do win it. But if we win it, yes, we can be like, oh, we're the best team in South America, in the Americas. In the Americas. We're the best team in the, in the Americas. North America. America. In North America is just North America. CONCACAF is North America. Okay, we're the South be- America is Comebol. I thought it was oh, Copa America. was just both of them. But anyways, my thing is we're the best team in North America. But the thing is, if we're the best team in North America and then we lose the fucking championship here in in, in, in uh, the USL championship, they're going to sit there and say, well, maybe that was luck. There's going to be more maybe that was luck than if we won the USL. Be like, you know what? They've won this whole thing. The CONCACAF, it was kind of 
always supposed to not happen. Like, we're not supposed to win that. We won that. It's like a Cinderella story. We're supposed to win the cup in our league. All right, well, all right. Here, like, here, here's that. But here, here's my offer to that, Lucio, is that I'm going to stick with France because France has an obvious winner always, which is PSG, right? So if PSG win the Champions League, but they slip up at home and Monaco win the mm. the, the France League, League mm-hmm. One, if they become champion, oh. who's more famous? There's a lot more glory in the Champions League. There's a lot more glory in the but Champions there's League. There's no, there's a lot more spotlight on the Champions yeah. League because everybody in Europe watches the Everybody watches, yeah. But in France, in France, like the, like the, in the United States. Sorry, I, I don't mean to like cut you off. I feel like I cut you off a lot. No, it's just because we're, we're, but we're in, in France, it right now with me. If, if you think about it, sure, if PSG wins the championship, the whole European continent knows. UK, European nations, they know. Yeah. But then you come back to France, like, sure. Like, exa- it happened with England with Liverpool. Liverpool won the Champions League, but they're like, so what? You didn't win the league. You didn't win the league. Why I don't is think it? anybody no, felt there that is way. people that are like that. There is people that say that have said that. Man City fans, especially, they're the ones. Uh, not just Man City fans, but it's like, oh, you didn't win the league. The thing is, there's more presence in the fact that we just won the league than winning the Champions League, because the Champions League is a completely different competition in the sense of you have the best teams in Europe. From yeah. every nation, from most the so big it's nations, a bigger league. it's a bigger league, but it's not the domestic league. No, the no, domestic, no, no. Domestic I, I is more you're important. Wrong, Lucio, like, no, domestic I, I, is I, domestic is more important. Domestic is more. You know why it's more important? Because you play more games in domestic than you play with. Con- I, when I, you play with who, who, who came out? Who came out better last last season? Was it Liverpool or was it Man City? Who won the league last season? Man City. And who won the Champions League? Liverpool. Who who came out better? Was well, because Liverpool have real fans. No, Liverpool came out better because <laughs> of the league. Because they that have is my re- point, Lucio. That the league, right? The Champions we League. Were, no, the more. only reason why that happened was because we were one point, one, one point behind. It just one. It doesn't matter if it's an inch or a it mile. It doesn't matter if it's an inch or a mile. But that's the only reason why it was a talk. If Liverpool would have been in the position where Man City is today, there wouldn't have been a talk. It would have just been like Man City won. Why is not Leicester City a worldwide organization? Because you can't win one time and, and fucking think. You, you just said that that's the most important thing. What are you talking about? Leicester City won the league. It was the most important thing what happened. We talked about it for two years. Why is it not? When Leicester City won, we talked about it for two years. Name name two players on Leicester City's winning squad. Jamie Vardy and Mares, which he ended Mares, up Mares, where is he, he at? He's in Man City. Yeah, so, so that's what I'm saying, but... Ask anybody else right there, who came out? Like who came out on top? Who who else remembers that Leicester City squad? The people from Leicester City. Oh, yeah, England remembers people. that. Europe. Rem- I'm not European. I don't remember that. Europe remembers it. And by Europe, I mean England. England is that, the, the reason why England's called the Premier he League. He walked is right into that one. He walked the, right the reason into why that. England is called the Premier League is because they're the Premier. Oh, without they're that, the biggest like, ones. I've lost they're the ones with the most competition. The they're the, the ones that matter the most. The world. Yes, yes so it is. you're talking about France. France is irrelevant in the sense of like if you win or lose, just like Spain. Because you always have the two people winning in Spain. You have Madrid, uh, uh, Real Madrid, or you have Barcelona. Those are the only two teams that usually ever win in, in, in Spain. 
In Italy, you have a, a combination of three, but no one cares about Italy, just like no one cares about Germany because it's always Bayern Munich. And then same thing with France. Nobody cares about France because it's always three teams. It's Monaco, uh, PSG, or fucking... Um, God, what is that team called? Marseille. Marseille. In England, it's always a competition because you have six big clubs that always compete with everything, plus the second, the clubs that are not big, like West Ham, Newcastle, all these teams are still competitive enough to knock out big teams in big yeah. situations. But so here's when the thing, though. In, 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 in the appeal, like you said more important, Just like in the United States, the CONCACAF doesn't mean anything compared to winning the league because we can, we can win the CONCACAF, but everyone in the league, that when it matters, Louisville... Is gonna sit there. Cincinnati will uh, sit there. Yeah, no. Like, Every, here's here's the thing. Like, like you said right there, that Salt Lake it's, it's all that matters like, because it's always competitive. We won the league. Who? All right, Man United. They got what? Thirteen trophies in the EPL, and then the next thing is like five trophies. After that is like. Uh, what are you talking about? In in the EPL. In the EPL, Man United has like eighteen trophies. No, no, no. English Premier League. That's what I'm... English Premier League, they have like 20... We talked about this, that before it was the EPL, it was called something else. I'm talking about the EPL era. That doesn't matter. That they have like 13 trophies. The next one after that is like five five trophies after that. What are you talking about? The league is the league. It was was Manchester, Manchester United, Manchester City, Arsenal, uh, the Forest has, has one. Forest I think has two. Like th- th- that's what I mean. Like th- th- the it's counted the trophies that are counted in the EPL that the, that Liverpool just joined that club. They are very small. But no one sees it that way, Daniel. You're talking about the EPL like if the EPL is a separate situation. We're ta- uh, what I'm talking about is the English, the English league in general. The English league has been around a lot longer than the EPL. Sure, whatever. But the trophy is the same. The trophy has been the same fucking trophy since like the 1920s. It's been the exact same trophy every year. It looks the fucking same. Doesn't matter if you change the name of the league. The league is the same. It's the same league hey, with the same you know, team you know with what? the same people. I got a couple of trophies hanging on my mantle from my high school performing arts things that look like Oscars. Does that mean that I've won Oscars? No, because, because they, they look the no, same. Oh, Daniel. You're, you don't get what I'm saying. Uh, are we going to talk about USL? Yes. Okay. We are. <laughs> look, at, look at Brian bringing us back. <laughs> Bottom line like is that fuck Lucio. <laughs> All right. So uh, out of these right here is that we have Colorado, El Paso, New Mexico, and Monarchs. New Mexico and Monarchs for me. New Mexico and Monarchs. In that you. order. All yeah, right. I'm going to have to agree with that. that. New Mexico and Monarchs? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm actually going to go with New Mexico and El Paso. What? I think El Paso has obviously in second place. I think New I think El Paso has I like El Paso. I yeah, really they, do. I like El Paso they, better they, than They the got Monarchs. they got to drive like they made a splash their first season. They did. Why not bring it up? Why not bring it up again and like they're, they're they made a splash in their the beginning. Their fan of the base season. is only going to awesome. grow. It, it's it, only the fan base grow. is is great. I like El Paso. El Paso is great. El Paso is like New Mexico. They got nothing in El Paso going on, and New Mexico just doesn't have nothing going on in New Mexico. Yeah. What do you mean? No, El Paso has Los, Los Cholos de Juarez. So yes, they, yes, if, yes. They, they have they, a baseball team. If they want, no, no, they have a soccer team in Mex- in La Liga MX. Whatever. So, look, most El Paso soccer fans 
in the professional in the, in the professional leagues, they're a fans of Los Cholos. Los yes. Cholos de Juarez. No, the Juarez. Yeah, because yeah. they could they because, could just yes, take a no, quick no, no, drive no. across the border. Scratch that. What we're talking about is professional American teams. So they don't have the only so Texas has teams that are professional. You know, you got the Cowboys, the Texans, you got the Spurs, the Mavericks, the Houston Rockets. You got the the Astros well, and, that is and the Rangers. Texas. Texas also hates each other. So, but Texas, but what I'm saying is they have something to support. All right, New Mexico has nothing to support. Oh, we all know your your thoughts about New, New Mexico. Mexico has no <laughs> one to support but right. the New Mexico United. Here we go. We, let, let's go. Let's go on to Group D. So I I know I'm in, I'm in the negative negative on this one, and I'm gonna remind you guys this when El Paso makes the playoffs. Okay, but here we go. Group D. We got Austin, we got OKC Energy, Rio Grande, San Antonio, and Tulsa. We got five teams in this. I go with, um, what's the first one you said? Austin. Uh, no, I go with San Antonio and then Austin. No, San Antonio and then maybe OKC. But OKC is close with Austin. Because Austin Bold, they came in and they actually did really well. They sat in the same position they were in throughout the whole entire season. So they stayed between, like, the, 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 like the 4 and the 10 mark. So they didn't really go – they didn't get out of that. They didn't go under. They didn't go over too right, much. Right, 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 right. Um, San Antonio did really well. I thought San Antonio – but San Antonio did have big jumps. But I think San Antonio has a better squad, and I think San Antonio is going to do a lot better than Austin is. OKC has always kind of been a consistent team as well. They stay within the, they stay within the 4 – uh, six range, four seven range. They they don't go too far from there. They're always kind of competitive, uh, but they're not as good as um, San Antonio, in my belief. So I think it's gonna be San Antonio OKC. All right, Ryan. Um, honestly, though, those teams are teams that I always forget about. <laughs> <laughs> with, 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 with good, I uh, mean, yeah, with good mention because yeah, I mean, why like, would you? They're all just kind of like they all just kind of like hang out in the middle of the table, and. I mean, to me, they're just like, I mean, in the beginning when OKC first came out, there was like a bit of a rivalry between Rising and OKC, but I think that's kind of, that's dwindled. Yeah, they, they wanted to be a rival. I, yeah, don't, I yeah. don't think they made it. They can't compete with us yeah. anymore. Um, I'm not sure if they really could in the beginning, but um, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I guess San Antonio just because, um, you know, for the, for the first spot in their group, but. Billy Billy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you guys want to get into that. No, 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 we don't need to. <laughs> All right, um, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. You all know what we're talking about, but let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Another segment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, Danny? What do you believe? What do you? Think? Are you done, Brian? What? Yeah, I'm done. You're done. All right. Yeah. For me, like, 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 you know, you you said it perfectly. This is pretty much a crapshoot. This is a bunch of like mid tier teams <laughs> that could or could not. They're gonna make it in the six, seven, eight spot, and it could just go all over the place. I'm gonna just put my pick in number one, Austin Bold, and the one thing is is because their fan base, their fan base, and their the the the. I feel like they have a good backing on the front office. You see that a lot on social media with Austin, and. Um, I just feel like Texas needs something to to celebrate. Like no, they don't. The Cowboys, they suck. So, I mean, like, no, they don't. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and go with uh, with with Austin as, as the number one, and sneaking in behind him, I'm gonna go with Real Valley. What? I like an underdog. What can I say? That's like, a what? shot in the dark. This is this is a crapshoot. Like I said, this whole group is a crapshoot, and you know why not get in on this? this? This is this. If you're not an elite team, like let's face it, the Phoenix Rising is an elite team, and we expect so much from them. But For sure. if you're not an elite team, this is the group to be in because this is where you can make a splash. So I think Rio Grande can like find a way to just sneak into that second playoff spot in this group and uh, try try to make some. And even if they don't, just making the playoffs, I think it's a win for them. Negative. They're 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 gonna be last place in that division. I think that would make it fascinating if they, for whatever reason, make it two one like in. Two or the, or the second place or first place, I'll be shocked. Real All Grande right. is not ha- since I've been watching Phoenix Rising, they have not been a competitive team. They lose to almost everybody, and when they win, they're playing the s- they're they're playing as a weaker team as they are. Yeah, well it see. is very rare to see them play win against teams like the Rising, like Sacramento, like Reno. And I'm not gonna say New Mexico. Fuck New Mexico. <laughs> like Salt Lake. Like it's, said, it's it's rare to see. That's a that's a dark horse pick. That's my dark horse right. pick. So we'll, well see. Well, that's a fucking dumbass one. But okay, go ahead. Next one. <laughs> All right. So off of that, we'll go ahead and head back to Group B, where we have L.A. Galaxy Two, Las Vegas Lights, Orange County, Phoenix Rising, and San Diego. Lucio. I'll let you take the lead on this one. It's going to be Phoenix Rising and Orange County. That's what it's going to be. And the reason why it's going to be that, for me, Phoenix Rising, obviously, not just always, not just because I'm a fan of Phoenix Rising, but they just have the strongest, they have the strongest club. They also have the strongest reserve club, meaning that the team. They have depth. They have depth. Exactly. Like Brian said, they have depth. They have people. They we have players that can be on the first team, even though they're on the second team. Even I mean, they could definitely be on the first team on like any other team in the exactly. league. Exactly. So the fact that we have such depth on our team is going to show the fact that Phoenix Rising can play multiple games and still be able to be successful with our second team, even though they're not the starting club. That being said, the reason why I go with o- o- OC is because OC out of all those three teams, New, uh, New uh, Las Vegas, it's fucking trash team. <laughs> they're not even a team. They're, they're not a, even a team. They're just a big commercial. They're exactly. You couldn't have said it better. <laughs> <laughs> they're just a fucking commercial. And fucking uh, Los, uh, uh, Los Angeles, two teams. It's a two team. Yeah. It's we hard to all like hate the fucking two teams. All the two teams of the world. So it's just yeah. we we literally two teams. I don't even consider two teams a part of USL, but we have to, and they're easy points. Usually, they're always easy points. And we're talking about the Timbers. We're talking about uh, Defiance, uh, Defiance, whatever. Yeah, the fuck yeah, called. Tacoma Defiance. Tacoma Defiance. We're talking about Los Angeles, and we're talking about the only team that makes an effort is is uh, Raw Salt Lake with yeah. uh, Raw Monarchs, and that's it. Other than that, the two teams of uh, the West Coast are fucking shit. So Los Angeles doesn't even fucking fuck Los Angeles. Uh, the Sacramento is uh, Sacramento. Uh, 
OC is the only other team that, that matters. And the Loyals are new. They're so new. They're so wet behind the ears that they don't even know what yeah, they're like this was into. Like, because this was going to be their first season, and then, like, for them to, like, have to start off like this, like it's just, this like... Like, this is terrible for... Yeah, for it's terrible for, for them. San Diego. Yeah. Because San Diego just literally came into the league, and it was like, oh, we're, gonna, we're new in the league. We're going to do something in the next year. COVID. It's like, fuck. Yeah. So they're fucked in the season. And then they're, pl- they're in a group with Phoenix Rising... Who's gonna sit there and just fucking spank their ass? I'm like, who's daddy? We're daddy. The only other person that that's gonna do the same thing is gonna be for me is OC. That's my thing. Phoenix Rising and OC. I'm gonna have to agree with that just because like OC they do um, tend to give us some competition. Um, I mean in like LA, I mean they have their moments, but they're not really a good um, solid all over team, and they definitely don't have depth because they're a two team. They can't because um, although like their better players that's are gonna true. go up. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, I like what, I mean, I do like, I do like OC in the, in the, in second place. I like San Diego. I think San Diego was a good addition to, to the league, to the league. Yeah. But they're just so, like I said, they're way behind the ears. They're new. They're so new to the point where it's, it's, it's going to be their, their, their fault in this season. I will say that like, just kind of given sport in general, um, if San Diego does make any kind of like mark on this season, I think it's going to be because like they are so new and nobody knows what to expect from them. Yeah, because that has happened before. Um, and um, so I mean, like, if any, it's going to be kind of just like, you know, Sacramento. Yeah, like first timers luck or whatever, where it's just like the first time you do something, you just kind of get lucky because you're just kind of like so BSing your way through the whole time, exactly. and it just kind of works. Um, not because you know what you're doing, but just because you just get lucky. So, I mean, if anything, that might be why San Diego goes through with anything is they just get lucky because but of not the new kids. Rising. Oh, no, not overrising. <laughs> we have too much experience. All right, for, for me, guys, Galaxy 2, they're completely out of the running. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucy and I were talking about before the podcast that every, every other two team, like I said, is going to be in the bubble. They're all in Orlando. They can't go up and down with their players anymore. So, yeah, yeah you guys are going to have to face us with whatever you guys have. No more of your fucking... Uh, cheating. Ringers. Ringers, yeah. No more of your fucking ringers. I wouldn't call it cheating because you know what? It's allowed. Yeah, I know. They're but fine. still, I still yeah. consider it cheating. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you guys want to wanna bring up, like, fucking what... What uh, what are they named? The Monarchs? Oh, Monarch. What the Monarchs did to us last year? All right. You know what? You didn't cheat. Fuck yeah. But we all know what you did. Yeah, the whole nation knows. We, everyone who follows USL knows what you did, and if you want to go that route, then fine. The only reason I don't, I don't take except uh, exception to that, is that the entire season, we as the Phoenix Rising and as Phoenix Rising fans, took so much pride in this twenty twenty game winning streak. Oh yeah, and we took that so much pride. Champion no, we took we took so much title. pride in dominating all these games that we openly said. We could take down any MLS team, and this was back in the times where we wanted to be in. Like right now, I don't know. I don't want to speak for all of us, but I don't think we want to be in the MLS. I don't want to be in. Screw there. MLS. Yeah, exactly. But that was back in the time where we wanted a bit in the MLS, and like we could beat any team in the MLS. So that's why I could not, in good conscience, take that if they brought down two, three, even four players down, that they beat us just because of that. Because the way we were boasting, we should have been able to beat them. Yeah. So I'm not going to go off on that right now on the Monarchs. But teams like Galaxy 2, they depend on it. 
Mm-hmm. They depend on taking players down and beating play, uh, teams like us in the regular season, which they're not going to be able to do. So LA Galaxy is out. Las Vegas, they're just a shit show. <laughs> like you just get, oh my! Right now they have no they have no they have no coach. They have no head coach. Yeah, uh, they, got they have some weird kind of. Uh, I don't even want to say like, they, their biggest thing this year was that they were gonna have a midnight game. So <laughs> what? Yeah, Ooh. like they they were gonna have a game start at midnight because it was Las Vegas. Yeah. And they and were going to have a, a, a home game start at midnight for everyone to be there at, at fucking 2 in the morning. And you can imagine what Vegas at 2 in the morning is like. That's like, like the dragons of society right there. Obviously. So, I mean, Las Vegas, I don't know who the fuck is running that. Obviously, they're still making money because it's Las Vegas. Las Vegas, you could. I'm sure there's some gambling <sighs> involved. Viva well, Las Vegas. Whatever oh, oh. it is. Orange County, obviously, the best contender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aside from Phoenix Rising, they. They, they come on. They've always come out strong. They've always come out, especially coming out of California. California has to have a team to represent. Sacramento. And even though they have Sacramento, even though they have LA Ga- a Galaxy 2, OC has been the team that has pretty much been the team to beat. Well, yes, no, it's Sacramento, California. I think, because the Republic have actually won a USL championship. The Republic is actually the team to beat in California. Fuck the Republic. I hate Sacramento. Okay. Well, <laughs> that right. being said. And then, apart from uh, Phoenix Rising, like, I'll, I'm going to skip over Phoenix Rising. It's uh, San Diego. The Loyals. It is completely, like you said, it's completely unknown. We don't know what's yeah. going to happen. They, they are, I'm, I mean, managed by the greatest USA player to ever play. I don't I don't know if there's any. Donovan? Landon Donovan. Landy Cakes. Yeah. I never liked him. You didn't like him? No, really? No. He never, like, I don't think he ever got to his full potential because he was too much of a baby to go and, like, actually play in Europe. I will give you that. We would nev- we'll would never know what he could have been. Yeah. But what he gave to the national squad. Well, yeah, he gave he gave a lot to the national like, no like squad. He's you, just not my favorite player. You never did, like, and, and the reason I say that is because, like, as, as a Mexican national, I see differences between what a player gives to their club to what player gives to their to their country. Yeah. And players can suck at their club and be like give balls out like everything they can for their country. Or the and opposite. The like opposite around where they can like give, messy. give everything to the club exactly. Yeah. And have nothing to give to the country. Yeah. And uh in the first half of the show we, we focused a lot on Chicharito. Oh and yeah. and Chicharito, he was a great player and he gave everything for Mexico but the problem was that after he left for Man United, he got used to the European game. So yeah. he got used to that fast pace, kind of beating the offside trap kind of game. And he tried to play that in the Mexico squad, and nobody can follow him because yeah, it's just a different game. So he, it looks like he didn't give as much to the national team, even though he is the highest scorer for in Mexico's history. He is one of the greatest players to ever put on the Mexico shirt. He looks like he could have given a lot more if the other players were on the same page with him. But anyway, all that is beside the point. Is it? San Diego is a huge question mark. They got one victory. They got one tie. We don't exactly know what is in store for the last 14 games that 
the loyal have to give to them. But because of the pressure that's put on and because of who their coach is and because of the, uh, uh, like, obviously, the money that has put into not only establishing this club, but to try to make it grow, I'm going to go ahead and say that 1-2 is going to be rising and loyal. What? I'm yeah, go I don't see that. I mean, like, like, I mean, like I said, like, I could see, like, they might, like, make some surprises. But, I, I mean, I honestly don't think they can, like, really make a solid run. I don't think they're going to be champions. I, I think I just think they're going to make it. I don't think they're going to make it. So, those are my predictions. Lucio, you got your predictions. Brian? At least mine and Brian's are reasonable. Yours are just Lucio, complete shit. Lucio, you <laughs> suck. <laughs> Yours are complete asinine. I want to see us here in three months after this whole thing is over. And I expect an apology. If they don't make a Gatago. I don't know what the language that was. I, I could not. I just heard taco. I, I heard taco too. If <laughs> they don't make it, what do I do to you? Uh, if who doesn't make it? If the loyal don't make it, what do I do to you? If the loyal don't make get it. Get the hago. Oh, get orale. You want to place bet? Huh? Are you, are, you, are, are you offering a bet? Yeah, let's offer a bet. If the loyal, get the shit out of the way here. The, uh, all right, bet time. You need to put the little. Do, 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 uh, I don't have anything on the bet. I, I, I don't have anything that resu- resembles that. Uh, Dude, be prepared next time. You're fired. All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> that works. That works. Ready? All right, that's the bet. That is the bet song. <laughs> if San Diego doesn't make it. Okay. You owe me a Phoenix Rising jersey. And if they do make it, I owe you 12 beers. You s- <laughs> the fuck? That's <laughs> not even remotely equal. Okay. Uh, the same thing. A jersey. You want better jersey? A jersey. A, a jersey that if if San Diego makes it. Of any choosing, too. Not, you can't choose a color. I choose a color. You choose a color. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. If you win, you get to pick everything on the jersey. Yeah. If I win, I get to pick everything on the jersey. Exactly. If San Diego makes it or not. If San Diego makes it, you get a jersey. If San Diego doesn't make it, I get a jersey. I feel like I should get the underbet on this. I feel like I should get more because I'm 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 betting more high stakes. Okay, if you don't make it too, if you don't make it, I'll also get you churros. No, no. I'll, I'll make another thing. I'll get you a Phoenix Rising, like, training jacket or something. That's not bad. All right. You know what? I'll take that. Ready? So a full jersey against the jersey and a jacket. And the jacket. All right. Let the record show we are shaking hands here. This is an I will be the witness. Sticks and kicks bet we have here. Brian <laughs> as a witness. And you know what? We'll see how this goes. And you know what? I know Danny's good for it because he's got me a Panthers jersey. And I hated that so much. Why you, got you know what, that though? That was fucking seven you know years what? ago. You know Jesus. what, though? Danny got me a Panthers jersey. And not only did he give me a Panthers jersey, he got me a signed Panthers jersey. Whoa, so how'd you swing that? Jersey. I mean... I don't honestly. I don't know how he did it, where he got it from. Yeah. I just know he gave me a shirt, 
a jersey. And I looked at this jersey and I was like, oh, that's great. And then I turned around and it signed. And I was like, who was it signed by? Like Cam Newton. It was a Cam Newton jersey. Oh my goodness. So I'm sitting there. That's legit. And I'm sitting there and I was like, wait, is this like real? Signed? Yeah. And I don't even know if Danny knew the, like, how big of a deal this was. Yeah. Because like, when I asked him if it was signed, he's like, yeah, I think so. And he, I don't know if he knew how big of a deal this was because now that jersey, I think I looked it up on, uh, on, uh, I, I think I looked up like kind of like a, on a on a page I forgot what it was but I looked up something. Those jerseys like a cent, especially right now since he's gone they go for like five six hundred dollars. Yeah, so like th- things like that, I didn't I didn't look I don't look at what they could be because I know what they could be I know what Cam Newton meant to the to the, the Panthers. Panthers organization, even whether or not he could be like that's that's why right now anyone who has like a fucking Larry Fitzgerald jersey. Mm-hmm. They know what that's going to be worth in 10 years. Oh, no kidding. It's I mean, like, like, once he actually retires, that, that price is going to skyrocket. Yeah, like, with the, without a doubt. That, the signed that, one especially. Oh, yeah, especially. yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So, yeah, that that is, uh, that is that's what I brought to the table. And, like, I definitely, I, I lost that bet. And, uh, by the way, I think that's the first time I said definitely on this podcast. Ah, ah, I got called on there. Fuck you, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Not to go off on the rat or anything. But uh, but yeah, like yeah, I think it's just things like that that I I know what things mean too sentimentally before before and after whatever it may be, and uh, I, I season two was sticks and kicks. Once we eventually get off the air with season two, uh, we're gonna be able to have video podcast, so you're gonna be able to see a little bit more of our mm-hmm. memorabilia. Like I got a bunch of bobbleheads going on right here. Like looking around this <laughs> office right now, I got a f- couple of flags. Bobbleheads, rising, diamondbacks, cardinals. I got a bunch of stuff going off all around this thing. And uh, so yeah. That uh good old rattler going on right here for the for the diamondbacks. And but no, so 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 it's definitely something that I, I wanted to, to give as a part of my losing grace, as it were. <laughs> the thing is it was great and the thing is I know that Danny will be true to his word, just like I will when I give him his PlayStation 4. Even though it took a while, but I got him his PlayStation 4. This <laughs> <laughs> guy. All right, that uh, he broke. I didn't break. That, well, was, that was my nephew that broke it. But anyways. It's not broken either. Like, I just got to get the quarter out of <laughs> Brian, any last-minute yes. words? Um, I, I don't No, I, I have no last words. Where can people follow you, Brian? Um, so on the Twitters, I am, oh, that's Brian, O-H-T-H-A-T-S-B-R-I-A-N. Um, and I'm on Instagram at the same thing, actually, because um, consistency is wonderful. Awesome. And I understand that under the Fuerte Network, you're currently working on new projects with, uh, with a music podcast. Yeah, yeah. My other passion is music, and so working on a, on a music podcast with a few other people um, about uh, basing it around um, like social songs about like social justice issues and uh, protest songs. That is amazing. And uh, can we get a sneak peek right here, Brian? Do do we know at least the name of that podcast or anything? Yeah, the the podcast is going to be called Songs That Write the Wrongs. Songs that write that is awesome. Songs that write it's the great, wrongs. Yeah, yeah, it's a great name. I love it. I love it. And so that that should be available. Like if I my understanding is correct within the next month right here. So around August, maybe we should be good to go. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. We're making some good progress on the first All right. episode. I, B-Y-O-B. I love it. I love it. Thanks sure, so much. B-Y- we don't drink. No, I don't know. 
yet. No, no, no. BYOB. Um, sod. Just some of a down. Oh. Shut yeah, I'm sure we'll do some of their stuff too because they're definitely very relevant to they're that. Very political. They yeah, yeah. A lot of their stuff. But Lucio, anyways, yeah. where can people follow you? Uh, so on Twitter's is M Lucio. Easy enough. M Lucio being masculine Lucio. No, I'm just playing this marketing Lucio, but it's M Lucio. On Instagrams, it's King Lucio Ten because I'm awesome and I am the king. And on Facebook. Which, if you do follow me on Facebook, I am private on all my things, but I am private more on that one. I don't just accept anybody, so just know that my Facebook probably won't accept you. So why bother? Yeah, so don't bother. Yeah. Plus, it has my first name, so people don't know my first name. Right, and of course, you can follow me, PHX Oronab, so that's P-H-X-O-R-O-N-A on Twitter. There a problem, Lucio? Oh, he's laughing over here for some reason. Is, is is there a problem? All right. Well, if not, you can follow all of us here at Sticks and Kicks. So of course you got Stick, you son of a bitch. Sticks Kicks one for Twitter. Sticks dot Kicks for Instagram. Sticks and Kicks for Facebook. Follow us. Share us. Let us know what you guys think. If you guys disagree with any of our opinions, we'll we're, be, we'll we're be. here to to entertain you guys, your guys' opinions, whether they're right or wrong. And of course, we're always looking for those sponsors. So if you guys want your beer, if you guys want your beer, beer. Uh, announced here on this radio station, we beer. take beer as payment. Beer. <laughs> Brian's got the right idea. That's the right idea. Also, we might be getting a TikToks pretty soon. You know. Oh I'm my gosh. I'm not going to revisit that because we were supposed to get that three weeks ago. Fuck you, Kenny. Said you <laughs> said you were going to do this already. It's yet to happen. God damn you over there. I'm not going to win. You didn't invite Kenny. us to your birthday party. You went ahead without us. This has been a fucking joke of an episode without you, Kenny. Without you inviting us and all of this combined with the fact that you have not done our TikTok, where are we going to get our high school audience from, Kenny? On that note, we leave you today with uh, this great song.